What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 369. Nice. nice. Broken up into two parts, <laughs> A and B. We're ready for that, okay? I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I didn't think about it. 369A posting on 213 will be discussed on Argyle from uh, director Matthew Vaughn and 369B posting on 216. Nice. Well, tonight's will be a discussion of Masters of the Air episodes one and two from Apple TV Plus with Austin Butler. I am one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me, says every week, is my co-host, Roger Stillian, and our lovely, lovely permanent guest, Christopher Bond. Gentlemen, how are we this week? What is going on? I have, I have a question. Why do we even count down anymore? Like, like, why is that a thing? No, we didn't have to this time. No, yeah. Like, why do we count just, down? Because I'm used to why, it, man. Why, it felt natural. Why do we count down to zero, then say, okay, here we go, then we count down I don't know, again really okay. fast? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> there because is I'm one thing that he know. does struggle with. So, dear listener, um, since we've started recording video, and we're not actually doing video this week because uh had some technical difficulties because mm-hmm. Grayson is not with us mm-hmm. in the studio, <laughs> but... uh we we try to you know I try to get Grayson to do like a countdown like you know five four three two one and then like point at the camera and then yeah. start talking, and every week he's tried to do this he has done it differently and wrong <laughs> every time. All right, let's not tell the world how much of an idiot I am. They already know. Anyone who knows me knows. First I'm an off, idiot. I have to listen. That's tra- my job. Transparency of production is a sign of trust with your audience, and you should right. really reach to connect. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just going to start turning the cameras on with microphones here just so you see what happens pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. All right. Uh, how's the how's the weather back home, gentlemen? Weather's warm. Weather's back. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, we we, we got LA weather here right now, so it's not It's bad. pretty nice here. It's uh the golden sun yeah, is shining bad. down. It's it, but there's no humidity, so like it's even like 65 is like perfect. it's still pretty cold. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's different, but I'm out here, I'm excited to start the new show tomorrow, or, or at least, if you listen to this on day of recording, it'll be the day before, but from the day we're recording this, uh, it'll be the next day, so, very excited. What's going on with you guys, though? How's, uh, how's things, gentlemen? What's uh, going on? It was my daughter's birthday yesterday, happy so that's birthday. cool. Oh, yeah. Have a happy birthday, Roger's daughter. Yeah, I'm an old man. What'd yeah. you, what'd you get her for a gift? Uh, we got her new trampoline. Oh, oh heck yeah. yeah. Nice. Those are so much. So, wait, one of those big, like massive ones for the backyard. It's, it's like a medium size one, and it's in my garage. There you go. So, and it, your it, garage it, is huge. It is. I've it's been massive. there. <laughs> it's massive. So that's awesome. I used to love those things, man. Has a trampoline, a gun safe, and a kegerator all in the same yep. twenty foot radius. <laughs> I thought you. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the gift you gave her. I was like, that trampoline. Yeah, I gave her a gun, gun safe. safe. <laughs> it's, it's a kegerator that's most impressive, it's honestly. True. True, which is working correctly for the first time in a long time. It's oh heck nice. yeah! It got used a lot during the birthday party by me, mm-hmm. me alone. <laughs> At one point, I was a trampoline referee, so like I had to watch oh, other people's yeah. kids so they didn't kill each other, well, which is fine. You know, which is fine. I sat at the bar stool next to my kegerator and watched them not kill each other. It was great. That's when you, you put up a couple... Nobody even got a bloody nose. That's when you put a couple blankets around the trampoline and that concrete floor. Just be like, no, no, it's got the cage thing. Oh, so no, oh, and it zips shut. Why are you like, watching the then? They, just, so, just so if anybody gets stomped on, they stop for a second. They're actually they're actually safest in the trampoline yeah, at that point. Honestly, no shit, that's awesome. <laughs> Interesting. All right, all right. That's. I used to. Uh, my buddy had uh, down the street had one of those massive ones that was like huge and like no. And of course, I I got some. I hurt my leg real real bad on it one day, but 
That was bad. Um, I mean, I have, I have a lot of excellent stories involving oh no. trampoline wrestling. Oh, like, oh, like I think <laughs> we've gone into wrestling. I think we've gone into trampoline wrestling before on this. We podcast. have. Well, I think I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but we definitely discussed it at length on pre-show. Before. But yeah, possibly. I know. I know we've spoken about it though. Yeah, because like listen, the three of us, it's fucking awesome. Oh god, yeah, I've seen someone, that's the forge in the crucible, baby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've seen someone get drop kicked, flying drop kicked, and out the little zipper part to just go sailing across the yard. Yeah, it's just, it's good times all around. Um, I watched a kid get missile drop kicked all the way off the trampoline and against the house that it was near, like <laughs> flew against it. Like he bounced off the wall, like cartoon style yeah. slides down it and shit. <laughs> funk, funk. This like bounce to the wall, bounce to the ground. Uh. <laughs> I, like, I like the term of missile drop kick. <laughs> well, that's actually a wrestling. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, that's a real thing. Yep. Yes, it is. It's when you come at an angle, son. Yeah, if you uh, come down on an angle, like yep. you're spiking them into the ground. Hell yeah. <laughs> that, if, you, if, you, if someone actually effectively hits you in the knee like that, man, you never walk again. Devastation. <laughs> Devastation. That's amazing, man. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised. Had... How many people like? I remember when those things like first got big mm-hmm. and like immediately they became death traps and like somehow they're they're the exact same design basically and yeah. no one dies from them. Well, anymore, it's like it, it's is... like when they first made these things, there's no way they didn't predict this is what would happen or there was no way they could predict. it. That's the only way, like two ways it goes. Well, the other super dangerous thing we did with the trampoline is we drug the, the basketball hoop over to it so we could do <laughs> oh, like yeah. sweet ass dunks. Look, <laughs> oh, yeah. So many people bounce off that rim. <laughs> <laughs> like broken elbows people and losing fingers and stuff because <laughs> yeah. they're just stuck in the net oh, yeah <laughs> or like it's hanging over the trampoline and somebody gets double bounced into we, the hoop buddy, like, <laughs> so we so we had a trampoline like that too well no well like we within our friend group yeah. and one day once we were able to drive like mm-hmm. certainly got to that stage someone used their dad's pickup truck Went and grabbed someone's trampoline, took it to our buddy's house that had a pool. And, oh, no. And, hold no. on. Put it on the deck that was above the pool. No, and that's no, how we were going into no. the pool. Oh, yeah. It was all fun and games till someone overshot the pool. So oh. my high school valedictorian of my graduating class when mm-hmm. he was in eighth grade jumped off a trampoline into a pool and fractured vertebrae in his neck. Oh, that's he, not a good He was story. like legitimately. He was OK. OK, OK, OK. He was OK, but legitimately like a quarter of an inch away from being paralyzed from the neck mm-hmm. down. Yeah, yeah. One of, one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, smart people do dumb things. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yep. for sure. Yep, for sure. Super nice guy, though. Oh, well, that's good I'm glad he's not I paralyzed. Like Me, too. <laughs> I mean, he probably is happy as well. I'm sure. You know, he tells that story and people are like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. It was yep. real. Good stuff. Oh, good. I'm glad he, uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's not paralyzed though. My goodness, that would suck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one wants I to mean, be paralyzed by trampoline. thousands of people that are. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Indeed, sirs. Well, trampolines are amazing. This we know. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can segue away from this segment anytime yeah, you're ready. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. You got the stick, big cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love, uh, I love trampolines. So I was uh, talking very passionately about the trampolines. Yes, indeed. So, Chris, actually, I'll go one more thing with the trampoline. Okay. okay. So, obviously, me and you both have kids here. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you gotten back onto a trampoline in with... my old age? Yeah. So when my daughters were, when my oldest was like three, I had a trampoline still for her, and. Things don't work like they used no. to. Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, one what does that mean? Uh, well, just 
just hurts. Yeah, your, your knees just don't hold up, and when you get off, man, you got you got the jelly, you got the jelly legs for a while, like way longer than you used to. Yeah, I remember when I was a junior going into my senior year of high school. Okay, back when it's probably about to run the last time it's socially acceptable to be on one of those trampolines. Mm-hmm. My one uncle who liked to drink decided to get on the trampoline, and <laughs> he wanted to wrestle too. Yeah, guess what? What ended real fucking bad for him. <laughs> Um, because you guys brought the heat, no, right? No, because I brought the heat. Yeah. Because he got figure four leg locked until he tapped the fuck out because those are the rules. <laughs> Them's the rules, oh, son. Them's There's the no rules. ropes. You got to tap. Yeah. Like, that's back when I was like in some semblance of oh, shape, yeah, too. Yeah. Like I was mm-hmm. strong as shit. Yep. <laughs> like I was still fat, but I was strong as shit. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. And he that's was amazing. That big, is amazing. So, mm. yeah. Get fucked, old man. Hell yeah. Get fucked, old the man. That's of the what we say. Being set up right now. Yeah, listen. Now he's in his sixties. I'd still do it to him. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Challenge all, all uncles. <laughs> all right, let's start the show then, shall we, guys? Enough, enough trampoline talk. Enough trampoline no. talk. All right, gentlemen. Let's start the show, as we are need to do. This is episode three hundred and sixty-nine. Nice. nice. Of For Love Cinema, podcast about movies, film, and cinema is posted every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and now YouTube as well. Each week, we start with the box office current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers and movies of the week. Without further ado, let's check out the pathetic box office for the week, shall we? Jeez, coming in hot. Dude, I'm coming in hot. Not really, coming in slow. (laughs) I meant Grayson, but all right. Well, here's the thing. Argyle's number one earner for the week, uh, $6.5 million. This is all according to Box Office Mojo. So um, I, for one, and, and um, I enjoy myself in Argyle, but I, I understand what it is and what it is not. So six point five. What it is is not good. Yeah, Correct. $60 million worldwide. I can agree with that. Lisa Frankenstein, number two, at $3.8 million, making this worldwide at $3.8 million. <laughs> Not great. Oh, oh, no. The Beekeeper, <laughs> $3.5 million, bringing this worldwide to $133 not a strong I mean, month for movies. How on. many weeks has it been out? And it made almost it made almost it almost beat out Lisa Frankenstein. That's crazy. Oh, it's been out for like five, four, four weeks now almost. Like that. Five that weeks. The Chosen season four episodes one through three, three point two million. It's worldwide twelve point six. That beat Lisa Frankenstein. The the, the, hey, the that Chosen is playing season at four. our local AMC. If you'd like, it to is indeed. It. Wonka for some ungod known reason is still in the top five. Three point one million. Worldwide of five eighty seven, not too shabby there were for the Wonka. People at my uh, showing of Argyle today that were heading into Wonka, like there you go. buying tickets for it. So six through ten, kids movie. Six is Migration. Seven is Anyone But You. Eight is Mean Girls. Nine is American Fiction. Ten is Poor Things. Anyone But You is up to one hundred and seventy. <laughs> you know, we need more movies to come out soon so that these movies can just be out of rotation. Finally, I feel like we've heard the same movie titles for for box office for like the last two months we get a I regular agree. slate next week though so yeah. for valentine's yeah. day so. okay we also includes a re-release of anyone but you so oh god all right <laughs> that's gonna do more that's probably gonna do more money than um the the, the pixar re-releases all three of them combined so turning red didn't make any money at all because it's available right. on disney plus why would you sure which i'm sad for i think that one deserved if any of them deserved a that was a good movie do well in theaters. I think it's that one. Well, it got sure. it got all that weird like like kickback for being about a, you know a young girl's comeuppance and all that kind of stuff. You know, that coming of age and stuff. Fucking so morons. it got like listen, like I I I, I lean certain ways on certain subjects. Don't get me wrong, and 
I just don't get that argument. It's like, just I, weird, right? <laughs> like, I, like, I, I can't it's like, get on. These motherfuckers have children. Yeah, I can't get on the side of some of the arguments against turning red. We can't really talk can't. about periods. I mean, come on, we bro. Probably it's, shouldn't, it's, but... it's the devil's juice. Like, well, I don't look, know. So, Grayson, you're right. We probably shouldn't. Like on this show, definitely not. But me and Chris, <laughs> here's the thing. But me and Chris have daughters. Mm-hmm. At some point in our lives, we will talk about this. Well, I mean, just... you guys, but you guys being girl dads, I think that it, that that is very germane to the conversation, and it has to be because there are a lot of you know there are a lot of dads out there that are girl dads, and of that's course. part of that's part of raising a girl is that my conversation. Wife, if you don't talk about it, it still happens. My wife recently informed me, and to the, to my terror that that all this can happen to to a young lady before the age of thirteen, before the age of twelve, even, and I'm and I'm terrified now at this point. No, you should, be. You should no, be. No, I can't. I assure you, it can. <laughs> oh no, it, it, and it will. It will. It's gonna happen <laughs> sooner or later. It will. It will definitely happen. All right, let's look at the upcoming this past weekend. Time after ten. <sighs> Man, all right, let's talk about it. February 9th. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> Lisa Frankenstein out of darkness. Pixar is turning red. February fourteenth, which is Valentine's Day week, which is this this coming week, the fourteenth, which is a Wednesday. Amelie, Bob Marley, One Love, and Madam Web. By the way, as a quick little aside, they're doing. Um, when I was jumping on, look looking around at the box office mojo and IMDb, uh, they're doing videos for Madam Web. Like some of the cast members are talking about why you should watch Madam Web. That's okay. never like that's. Oh never man. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys call that. Uh, you know what? I was yep. gonna say something shitty, but I, I'm just not going to. <laughs> say he can cut it out. I want to hear no, it now. No. Oh, he can cut no. it out. Oh man. All right. All right. Um, the 16th, February 16th is Land of Bad with Russell Crowe. February 23rd, Drive Away Dolls, Ordinary Angels, and Tenant. I got to be honest with you, Chris. Uh, until Drive Away Dolls, I don't think anything is going to push out these movies we've been talking about for weeks maybe well, I think, bob marley is going to do some money yeah. here's the thing though yeah, and unfortunately madam web will still will still do some money though bob marley is the one love is getting very poor reviews is it yes oh man and it's like <sighs> that sucks of it's dude it's like at a 30 on rotten tomatoes yeah right? but is it getting bad reviews from people who haven't seen it is it getting bad reviews no, no. from from, from critically from... it's getting bad reviews ah, so right. but like are those are, are those reviews because like you know some of the stupid things we've heard in the past of you know the casting choice and stuff like, or is it, you know, like how can you tell all the time? No, I guess it's just all over the place. That's that's, a, that's a damn shame. I was really looking yeah. forward. I mean, I still am. Oh, looking I mean, I mean, it, so. oh, look, I'm to still going to go blah, see blah, it before blah. I see Madam Web, though. So uh-huh. it's true. That's very true. Uh, okay, so March starts off with a bang with Dune Part Two. Chris, that is less than a couple weeks away. That's Listen, that's no one knocking on the door. So uh, before we pivot past Dune, so um, today is Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Um, so a couple of movie trailers we'll be hitting that we'll, we'll yep. talk about next week. So uh, Deadpool 3, and I do have a segue back to Dune, so just follow me here for a second. Mm-hmm. So we'll get a, a trailer for Deadpool 3 and Twisters um, during the Super Bowl. So we'll be able to watch them tomorrow. We'll talk about them next week. Um, so Ryan Reynolds today... Um, right before the Super Bowl kicked off, put out the poster for Deadpool, yeah. and it's like one of the, um, like the, the high school girls, like the best friends, like one is the half a heart thing, yeah, the yeah, necklaces. yeah, yeah. One's the Deadpool head half, and yeah. the other one's the Wolverine half. Yep. And at the bottom, it says tagline says, "Wait till you see the Deadpool popcorn bucket." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Fucking That's- clever. Oh Fucking- yeah. Terrible, but awesome. He is. There's, there's a, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of 
a news surrounding that though lately is like he's really fighting he's been fighting with studio he's been fighting with other people on the production of that um that hasn't had the the easiest path of production i will say it's his baby <laughs> mm-hmm. it is indeed his baby um there's another one we're going to talk about that's been going through some scrutiny lately is roadhouse because of but the I, director I told, amazon I told chris about that yeah yeah amazon wants to we'll we'll, we'll we'll get to it but that's also going undergoing like when the, when the director is publicly saying one thing as amazon is saying another thing like it, to me it's very interesting but okay, so March March first, Dune Part Two. March eighth is Imaginary, and Rayman's big movie, which we still have not seen any mainstream Fuck trailers for that. Coming. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. The movie, the movie that I thought was something something else. But uh, I'm important. The important note for this podcast anyway, this episode is because we're talking about Ricky Stinicky. That comes out March seventh, which is a Thursday on Prime before March eighth. March fifteenth, uh, the American Society of Magical Negroes and One Life. Chris, there's a, I know one you're excited for One Life with Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. March twenty one is Arthur the King. March twenty second, Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire, Pixar's Luca re release, and Problemista. March 29th, Godzilla uh, x Kong: The New Empire, In the Land of Saints and Sinners, and Kung Fu Panda Four. I will stop there. Going into April, but we'll get into April what the in the next the few Saints months. Saints and Sinners thing. In the land of saints, and that's that. That's a Liam Sinner, a Liam Neeson. Oh, we just watched that. Okay, yeah, we just saw that trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so Um, I want to talk about Metamweb for a second. Sure, just just for a moment, I want to go back to it. That so that's a Marvel piece. It's not a DC piece, obviously, and it's Sony in association with blah blah blah. That like that movie had a budget of like less, like almost a hundred million. So that thing needs to make two hundred million to be considered a success, quote unquote, and all that other stuff. At least two hundred. Yeah. Well, I I don't. I mean, look, I don't think it's gonna. Well, I was gonna say, do we think it's gonna make? Because because here's the thing, Aquaman has made like 400 million, uh, Shazam made 139 or 239. Like 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 like, they all these things we see as you know as like not making a lot of money have at least made money, just not against their budgets, right? So like, do we think Madam Web is gonna make the 200 million mark? So probably not, because um, say something like Aquaman two, which is bad. Yeah. Um, and because, like, look, I'm obviously I won't judge Madam Web until I actually see it. But look, oh, I doesn't look fucking great. Let's just be honest here. <laughs> and when the, the the movie people in the movie are openly stumping for it to be like, you should watch this because it's not bad. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, fucking really inspiring. Yeah, that's my favorite. But, you know, Aquaman has legs because of the international market. Mm-hmm. Madam Web is not going to make mm-hmm. any international money. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, no. All right. I, yeah. I, no. I don't think it's going to hit 200 million either, but we I might... would be surprised if it hits 100 million dollars. And I'm there's, not kidding. There's no way it missed the 100 million mark. I think it'll be like a cool one, 150. So, here's the thing you'll know relatively early on when it opens to less than 10 million dollars. There's no, no shot that movie opens less than 10 million. Look, I'm gonna, this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Chris on this one, but I mean, I well, think Roger is probably look, not too so far. So it's going, from it's going straight up on Valentine's weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not a date movie. No, and it's going up against Bob Marley and whatever other cavalcade. Hold on, hold on. Isn't of, it also? Isn't it also going up against the re-release of Anyone But You, which is a big Valentine's Day movie? Yes, but okay, yeah. but yeah, I was gonna say any other, whatever you know, your local theaters rolling yeah. out for rom coms. Okay. So it won't be number one at the box office, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. But Valentine's Day isn't really a big, like, like movie big day, box yeah, yeah. office time, and there really isn't a smash thing like the romantic comedy. You're like, we yeah. don't have that this year. So the biggest thing we have is Bob Marley and Madam Web. I don't think it clears. I, I was. I'll be. I'll be fair. I don't think it clears twelve million dollars on opening on opening weekend. 
it doesn't have an extra day because of uh because of Valentine's Day too. Like has oh, an it extra does. day. It month. does necessarily. Okay, okay. Because it's not a holiday weekend. Oh, okay, true, true, true. Okay. So like, so I, but I mean, I'll bet you it comes out early. I bet you it comes out. I don't Thursday think, instead of the Friday though, doesn't it? I mean, every movie comes out on Thursday. I don't think mm-hmm. it makes it, but I, I, I'm more tinfoil hatty about this. After the um the the Marvels debacle and all the Rotten Tomato shit that came out, I'm not. I don't put it past Disney to buy their own tickets. And just it's not seats. Disney's. It's Sony's. Oh, that's right. So they, they don't care as much. They don't care oh, at this, all. This, hey, this, you yeah, say no, as no. much. They don't care at all. Ooh. No, they don't because they just need to keep the character Spider Man as theirs. Yeah. So well, and the more the more so, the more Sony struggles on their own projects, the better staged Disney is against that, right? So, yeah, sure. Okay, I mean, I mean the, they the, have the, to play nice to each I'd, other. I'd be so shocked if it made if it didn't make like twelve million, though. Yeah, like, I I'd agree. Be, I'd, I'd be I'd, I'd be, be shocked, but I don't think Rogers too far off the mark because it doesn't. Okay. Right. People, judging what movies did this weekend, I can't imagine come that weekend it's going to make too much of a difference. All right, well, we'll, we'll, see. See. we'll I, see. I just thought I just thought it was an interesting thing to think about, honestly. But yeah. Indeed it was. Okay, so let's look at um, what's streaming. This week we're talking about Amazon, next on our rotation. The Last Flag Flying, I chose by director Richard Linklater, Brian Cranston, Lawrence Fishburne, Steve Carell, 2017. Here's a movie that I also watch a ton of, and it's an easy listening movie. Uh, I just kind of turn it, turn the, turn the phone on the side and let, let, let it play. This is, um, if, you're, if you're unfamiliar, Steve, uh, Steve Carell plays a father who just lost his son uh, overseas in Iraq. And he's trying to figure out a way to deal with it. And he finds his old his old um, unit buddies, which played by Brian Cranston and Lawrence Fishburne, who also have a secret about what happened when they were in the service in Nam. And they kind of go with him to bury his boy uh, in Arlington. And the reason this is always so high on my watch list is because... It's a, you, uh, is it because it's a Valentine's Day banger? No, because... No, not not at all. You threw me off. No, because Brian Cranston, Lawrence Fishburne, and Steve Carell are very fine actors, yeah. and to listen to them, especially we've listened to the audio of them of them talking with the because it's mainly just script. There's very little action in this movie. It's mainly just talking. It's to me that's a treat, uh, and it's how this movie plays out. I think is great. Where we leave the characters, I think is great, and it's a it's a movie about a man grieving a serious loss, but find he he reconnects with some old friends. Uh, and through that is able to survive this hellish ordeal that him and his family are going through. So uh, I love that movie that was shot in Pittsburgh. Uh, I know the people who did it. I was not on that one time. I was on the other one at the time. But uh, that's a big Pittsburgh movie, too. A, lo- a lot of Pittsburgh staples for locations are in that one as well. So if you haven't checked that one out, that one's available to watch. Uh, <laughs> Roger, good for you. Highlander, Christopher Lambert, Sean Connery, Clancy Brown, Roxy- Roxanne Hard, 1986. Talk, talk about it. Look, this movie's about cutting people's heads off and banging chicks, and that's what they do. <laughs> um, Fiend. It, I mean, I it's it's interesting you bring this up because Henry Cavill is uh, he's we've known for a while he's been interested in, in, in a remake of Highlander, and um, it is on list on IMDb. So when I typed in Highlander to find this one, that one came up. So it is happening. But I, I, Highlander is one of those movies that I think it's pretty it's pretty well entrenched, and anyone who was alive at that point or young enough at that age mm-hmm. like i think they that's a very unforgettable movie of its time yeah you know, yeah i i would imagine that that's probably i mean highlander and highlander 2 were like big deals i remember watching the tv show like the, like the oh weekly, yeah they did make a the TV show. running tv show yeah. yes they did for 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 a little while at least it was it was, it was around for a while actually yeah highlander is a big deal and i, I mean yeah. it's it's one of those that i don't think kids today realize how big of a deal it may have been 
back in the day. Had two huge but... stars in it too, with Christopher Lambert mm-hmm. and uh, Sean Connery. Yep, absolutely. That's a good did. call out. And, and and when when the Henry Cavill one comes out, whenever it does, it, you know, if it hits, you're gonna have so many like like men in like their like their middle age forty, like their middle forties coming out to this movie, man, just wearing their t shirts and everything. It's gonna be cool to see. Like, oh, I, yeah, I, I agree with I'm you. I'm excited for, for those fans. Uh, and and Chris, the Green Knight with Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, and Joel Edgerton, 2021. Tell us about it. <laughs> this movie is fucking weird, and you should watch it. Fan. Why? Well, okay, so when we, when we saw this, I think we watched this like a couple years ago at this point. It's yeah, been, it's it was, been a while. It was I deep in. Not, it was, I have. Yeah, not you watched, were on. You were on that episode. This movie. Okay, it was so deep so COVID deep in COVID. Yeah, yeah. So you okay? So you should at least. Like if you have nothing else to watch, consider turning it on. It it, it checks all your boxes for for a weird ass film, right? It's artsy, it's over the top at sometimes. Not everything like you know like, like makes like actual sense, but it's it's a Hollywood style movie about you know in like the medieval medieval fantasy era, and it's got some weird like I'm pretty sure he's tripping balls at some point, which is actually kind of cool with like way all that plays out with like some cabin in the woods and some 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 witch lady. I don't know. The movie is. You don't have to take it seriously to kind of like watch this movie and enjoy the visuals that that are in it and just like the way things are going through. Plus, Dave, like we we've all agree that they like what what's his name Dave Patel Dev Dev, 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 Dev Patel. Patel he's he's fantastic. You know, even though the movie's not the strongest film I've ever seen, he's still fantastic in it, and the story is interesting enough if you're into that like medieval fantasy stuff. So it it, it is a decent movie, but it is weird as hell. So is it weirder than Annihilation? Mortal Kombat Annihilation? No. Oh, no. Annihilation, Annihilation. The good Annihilation. <laughs> Actually, the excellent Annihilation. No, 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 the, no. The, the okay to good Annihilation. Nope, nope. I will hear no slander on Annihilation. <laughs> that movie fucking owns. I, we did not like it when we talked about it. First I possibly off, didn't like it. I enjoyed it very much. Well, fine. I didn't. It's weird. It is very strange. Okay. That's but all the, I've the, got. The Green Knight is, <laughs> also watch Annihilation because that movie fucking rules. It's the thing about Green Knight is I think it's strongest if you take it as <clears throat> it is about Sir Gawain, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Um, it's most of it's steeped in like heavy, heavy literature King anyway, Arthur which Lord. is uh, what's what's that? So that's King Arthur lore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it is. It's a lot of it's that's kind of what happens when you kind of adapt almost literally one of the one of the stories of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Like they're all very weird, but like I think that's kind of a one of them is that's kind of what happens when you try to adapt one of them, try to be truer to the source material, which is fine, but you're right. It is extremely strange, but if you, if you can get into it, I I think it's, it's saying it's a movie that certain people will like, so just like we talked about poor things, it either is going to, it's, it's going to grab you early or it's just not. Okay. So it's one of those movies. So to round this all out, um, annihilation that has been called out is also on Amazon prime video available for her on what streaming. So, Stick that one in there too. I think I might watch it. <laughs> Chris, you should, if you if you don't, so you weren't on the show when we did it. No, no, yeah, it was, one of our, it was one of my earlier episodes with uh, Grayson. Um, Annihilation is a wild movie. All right, like it's Chris will like, not like, like it. You won't at, like I, it. I bet you he does because it's heavy sci-fi. I, 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 mean, I, I just looked at some, it's some heavy sci-fi. Check the Rotten Tomatoes on it real quick. Oh god, start ahead. Um, also, I think for for my. For my streaming recommendations for a while, for especially from like Amazon because they have a ton of these, I want to get like old eighties movies, stuff that I remember watching as a little kid and dig them out. <laughs> All right, that's fair. 
I always pick Time with... Cop just to preview when the next time Prime rolls around. <laughs> What's with, it got with... on Rotten Tomatoes, Chris? It's got an 88 <laughs> critic score, a 67 audience. Huh? The audience might be right about that one. I think the audience is right about that one. Anyway, call was... 67 bad? No, we're not talking. About... I'm that's just trying the... to be an idiot. That's, I believe that's a certified fresh, sir. We've turned Let's... into those those movie snobs. Oh, man. All right, so those are available to watch if you subscribe to Amazon. Last Flag Flying, Highlander, and Green Knight. The Green Knight, available for your viewing pleasure. Let's take a look at some trailers this week. Some big ones. Roger, I know you're really talking about 80s movies. I know you're really excited about Roadhouse. With yep. Jake so Gyllenhaal, heard... Conor McGregor, okay. Danielle Melchior, Billy Magnuson, Joaquin de Almedia, Lucas Gage. It's a feature. Talk about it. So uh, I brought this to our attention like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I think, when I first saw it. Uh, first off, trailer is rad as hell. It really is. It's a like, good trailer. It feels fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Real, does. real, like Jake Gyllenhaal with abs and slapping people energy. Like, and that's what I need in my life. <laughs> slapping people energy. That's yeah. great. Um, also, Gyllenhaal is just fucking jacked, he really man. Is. Like, he's got to be on Roy's, right? No, because he's not getting like he's not getting roid big. He's just getting he's just shredded, he's getting shredded down big, which it's you know I, it's a very different aesthetic. Yeah. So yeah, good for him though. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. for him. I mean, we 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 can just stop the discussion there, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's it. all yeah. we need. Okay. Yeah, Listen, cool. I mean, look, he slaps people, boats crash, somebody drives a Ferrari. He looks shirtless an awful yeah. lot. Roadhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rated R. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's also a big deal. Honestly. Grayson, what do you want to say about uh, Roadhouse? I enjoyed the trailer, man. I really did. Well, it also because this week I also watched. Um, I also on the plane watched uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, which That's I think movie. is a really badass movie. But that also again features. We, just so you know, everybody, we love The Covenant. Mm, yep. Excellent film. Yep. It's Took really my good. Dad I mean, that one, he fucking loved it. I agree. It's uh, it's it's quite good. And I, Jake Gyllenhaal is one of those actors. Like I just, I can't help but just kind of respect when he does the project especially roadhouse that's roadhouse that character is not an easy character to want to recreate but you don't have to be careful because he's such a it's such a weirdly specific and beloved character so it, it'd, be, it'd be tough to but i from the trailer i think he's gonna do all right um can i call it an old uh Hall movie i'm pretty sure i've talked about it to you guys before i just want to bring it back up you guys are watching the movie source code yeah which you bring something like Time, yeah. yeah, yeah, because so was good. it's an awesome movie, yeah. and uh, I just watched it again not too long ago because it's on rotation on one of the movie channels or whatever. Is this your Con Air? No, okay, okay. It's not quite that level, but here's the thing: it is a very watchable, mm -hmm. like sci-fi actiony kind of movie. Yeah, that's you know a Groundhog Day type movie, and mm -hmm. we just talked about you know all that stuff last week. And I don't think I brought that up to the discussion, so I wanted true, to make sure I, I brought that up there. There are some really good Groundhog Day type movies. Yeah, there are. So. Well, do yeah. you do you th and do also you connection back to Doug Lyman, who is the director of this movie, who also does Edge of Tomorrow, my favorite Groundhog Day <laughs> movie. Well, See, look, everything comes full circle to me. Well, that's the that's thing. Important. Well, that's what I talked about when um, the director of Roadhouse was going to be. So he originally this was supposed to be released theatrically and then went to the Prime streaming service. Now Prime wants to put it on streaming service immediately, and he's been very he's been very public about the fact that he doesn't think that's appropriate. He thinks this needs to be theatrically, and I, I I agree with him because you know my position. Everything should be theatrically. Now let me ask you guys, which I think is a more is an is a more even even keel on that one. What do you think it should be? I mean, 
So I'll go first here. So me, you know, watching a Roadhouse movie, I'll listen. I'm going to watch it no matter what. Yeah. So and especially because like we watch most movies. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not the we're not really the audience for to ask that question. But like if I wasn't doing this show, like I'd watch it either way still. But I mean, it is a big cast and it seems it probably has not a on a large budget, but, you know, it probably has a, a, a moderate budget with big name people in it and it's going to be a very dude movie Mm -hmm. and they tend to make some money and especially like if we see that if they were going to market it heavily like right now would be the peak time because it's like super bowl time yeah you know you just really drive that home but yeah i i I think it would probably be do, do okay you know but like right now i don't know what's going to make money and what's not yeah but i mean so like they have the advantage of marketing with the UFC, right? Because UFC is kind of like on, like all over this movie. Yeah, they're times. in this movie, yeah. heavily. So like, like they they have some, you know, they have a UFC Hall of Famer in this film, you know, as an actual like you know staple piece. It looks like they basically fight in an octagon at the end of this movie. It looks like for the climax from the trailers and all this kind of shit. So like they have free advertising because I'm sure the UFC would be happy to like throw that in in advertisement slots sure. at, at times. So they would hit that male demographic huge between the Super Bowl and then you know anything UFC wise, but. It, it, like I think there's one of two things happening here. If Amazon's saying no to putting this in theaters, a, they're they've been burnt too much by the money they've spent in the theatrical slash media space by the things they've put out, movies that they've that they've bought into or the bit they've produced that haven't like produced for them what they want back. So they're just kind of drawing a hard line, no on anything that doesn't look like it'll 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 be a smash hit in in box office, or it's one of those things where it's it's almost the opposite where this is just theirs and they don't they want they think it's going to do so well and bring people to the platform but i mean it's kind of scary to think that or okay it could be a a third thing talking about it it could be really bad and they know it true and if they know it's not going to do well why would they even bother putting in theaters where it won't make it it won't make the money back so there's a lot of angles it could be i'm always for you know i i I don't see why you wouldn't want to put this in theaters you have jake gyllenhaal's name on it it looks very well very well produced at least from the trailer the trailers we've seen have been good for it, yep. so I, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't see why you want wouldn't want it there. Maybe it's bad, and Amazon knows it, and they're just not going to put the money out for it. I don't know. Very I don't. Fair. But this isn't. I don't I see this is one of those movies. Really bad, I would, yeah, I, yeah. I but I don't see this is one of those movies, Chris, that you talked about. I don't see this as the is a movie like if if anything they've done in in the past in in the recent years was gonna do a theatrical re- return i would imagine this would have been one of those movies because of the cult following the original half with patrick swayze yeah so i i mean this wanting to put it right to prime i don't really know what you gain from that because <clears throat> we know that apple has done that with recently with napoleon killers of the flower moon and what's not the last one there's three of them yeah but yeah but it played in both though so but in, what do you mean? In, what, what do you mean? But like, if they're going to put it to the streaming service, why not just put it to theatrical and make what you can, and then throw it on your service? It's still exclusive to your service. People still fairness, have your service so to watch it. You you brought out Kills of the Flower Moon, which is the exception, but Napoleon wasn't very good, yeah, and it didn't make a lot of money because of that. So, but if they would have put it straight to the service, it wouldn't have made any I, money. I don't remember the last time Amazon put something out theatrically, though. I mean, I know they have, and I know they've done a few of them, but. I don't know anything that they put out like directly. So, I mean, the last one, I don't know. you know, the last one I really remember because technically they did Bond. 
Well, but tech, so. but but that's a technicality because they bought in when it they was already in production. Miramax, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's a technicality. But and there, I'm sure there's been a few others that maybe didn't fly on our radar. But I would imagine. Well, I'm trying to think. So I'm movie. trying to think of other big name movies that they have. Remember the um, the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Oh, and that's stuff. Right, yeah. I know that that happened during. That was during like peak COVID though. Um, that was all just streaming. And that was a big deal, a large budget movie for them too. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't the best though. Yeah, but it was a lot of money. It was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think good matters in that scenario. It's how much it costs them. I think is the most important thing. I agree. They're getting agree. a sequel to that movie, I believe. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That's what I heard. Well, yeah. It's just that one. I think that one's close to two hundred million for the budget. It was a lot. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but that, that's I can't just... find a list of Amazon originals that also came out in theaters. Yeah, so it must not be that many. No, probably yeah. not. Then yeah, so it's just but, but, I mean, they, they don't the do past it, maybe the past couple of years they've been with the Lord of the Rings and they've had some some big oofs lately. So well, maybe they are just reeling. They're trying to recoup. Well, here's the thing, camp. though. That means it's they have the Atlanta. Lord of the Rings animated thing coming, right? That's got to be from them. The War of the Rohirrim, yeah. But that's also yeah, going to yeah. be theatrical. That's also scheduled. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. But like, I know they. that's got to be their studio, right? Yeah. Because don't they own all things Lord of the Rings now? Everything from a, from a certain yeah, from a certain time period on. Yes, yeah. they do. Yes, they do. But we'll, I mean, look, Roadhouse is a big deal. Um, let's, Hell yeah, let's, brother. Let's talk, to about, let's talk about another one. Ricky Stenicki, which we talked about last week uh, very quickly with Zac Efron, John Cena, William H. Macy as a feature. This is a this is a, a definite win for me. It just looks like it's going to be. It just looks like it's it's going to tickle all my fun. funny part. Yes, yeah, just stupid rated R comedy is what I love. So perfect. Yeah. What do you think, really Chris? Now that you've seen the trailer, Chris, what do you think? I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm, I'm just I'm just happy to see Zac Efron, you know, keep getting roles. But I don't know. This movie is. This movie feels like it's trying to capture the magic of like you know that early two thousands comedy. But I think it's, it's not, hard to pull off. I think it's not going to be brave, brave enough to go all in on that comedy. And it's not going to be as good because of it. But. Isn't this also prime? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's weird because they're the ones that what you just said, Chris, and I'm just going to leave it at that. But you said, like, they're not going to be brave enough to go early 2000s comedy. But that's what mm-hmm. they're trying to make. But like, they're the ones that I would imagine would have been the furthest away from that because they have been recently. Yeah. So uh, it's it's strange that they're trying to play in in a, in a in in a space where they really don't want to be. So maybe they maybe, maybe they, they bought it. Want to be there? Maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe they've learned some lessons. I don't know. But I'm I think it's safe to say that's that's going to be an easy easy win for a laugh. I mean, I don't know if it's how good it's going to be, but at least we're going to laugh because look, John Cena in the trailer says some pretty heinous, awesome stuff. I don't know. The, know? the last the last movie. Comedy wise, I can remember belly laughing multiple points in is neighbors. Neighbors is funny as shit. Neighbors That's is why. funny as hell, and it captures that energy. I think. Yeah. But other than that, I, I I can't point to a comedy that I've really had a great time with because, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just maybe comedies just aren't for me in like my older age or something. But like neighbors is the last. You aren't very movie. funny, so it makes sense. I, no, I, it, it it's <laughs> right along with. Don't get me wrong. So I don't know. I hope it's good. I hope it's funny. You know what I mean? We're gonna have to watch it probably. So. Yes, we will. Trust me on that one. We will. And A Quiet Place Day 1 with Jaiman Hansu, Joseph Quinn, Alex Wolf, and Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, before before you guys chime in, I want to say I'm a little disappointed this doesn't have um, – what's his face? The, the guy who made the first two. Um, what's, his, what's his name? It's Krasinski or Emily Dude. Blunt. Like, I'm, a little, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little sad about that. Spoilers. He's dead, bro. Get over it. This Not in this timeline, he's not. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I guarantee you we see them. 
Yeah, there will be something, but it probably won't be a lot, right? Well, here's the thing. It's clearly, they're clearly not the focus of this movie, yep. and that's probably for the best. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Those kids ain't going to get, they're not going, they're, yeah. they're growing up, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I, okay, so I'll, I'll be the first one to say this. I hate prequels. I think they're stupid. I think they don't do a good job of telling a story once you've already have a story established. I think they're a waste of time. However, hypocritically, I'm excited for this film. <laughs> No, so I, the- I think you're wrong. I I, I would imagine. I'm, I, Chris, I don't want to say you're wrong because your opinion is your opinion. However, let me state why I think I think you're. Well, I think on, you're cheated. I, th- I think let, you've been cheated. But go go. Well, ahead. let me say one more thing. They do the they do, they do the correct thing a prequel can do, in my opinion, and they're nowhere near the original story, you know, at all. Yep. They're they're telling a prequel without the same characters, which means you can get invested. In every character you see, and then not know what's going to you know like happen, but for the most part, and I think that's the best move a prequel can make. So they're sure. doing that at least correctly. Now go okay. ahead. Here's the thing about prequels: is it's a dangerous road to be in because you 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 can't see. I think they're doing the silly thing of they're investing in characters that we don't see again unless they make a third and unless they make another another sequel. These characters do not matter to us at all, not even a little. So, so here's the thing, either, everything has to be a franchise. Well, but this is a franchise. The Quiet Place well, is on. a franchise, sort of. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. The I think also, you know, obviously nuance matters in your movie matters. I don't. I think they're banking on, and I think correctly so, that while the characters are interesting, they're not the most interesting part about a Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. The bad guys most, are pretty interesting. Yeah, that's the thing. the The event that has happened to Earth. Is the more is the most like interesting character, quote unquote, in this movie series? Because well, not even that, but even just throughout the entirety of the film, it's every it's it's you know it's most exciting when there's peril, there's danger because you know the the alien threat is so interesting in this film and in how it and how they operate and they're scary and you know and they're foreboding and they they're, they're dreadful and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. They're the interesting character, and let's face it. In a quiet place, one and two, there ain't that much dialogue. You know what I mean? So, it, like getting attached to the characters isn't really what happens in these. Sure, films. but but it's also the story it, that's around them. It's going to be weird because they're showing the we didn't see a lot of we barely saw the thing in the quiet place. In the quiet place part two, we got more, but again, that was a quick. We didn't see a lot, but now we're seeing a ton of it, now which we're comes a ton. Yeah, which comes. Which, which, <laughs> Go ahead. That that really changes the dynamic of the mm-hmm. film because, like, the first one is definitely a really slow burn. It is. It's excellent movie, by oh, yeah. the way. Like, mm-hmm. the second one, similar vein as the first, a little bit more about how people are shit, but we already it always devolves into that no yeah, matter yeah, what yeah. the disaster is. Um, along with the bad, you know, the alien. There's this case aliens. Now in this one, like, this is like action movie chaos mm-hmm. and. Well, yes, it is a franchise. This is a different take on that, even though it is a prequel. But it's not it's not a prequel of a story, you know, following the people that we know. Yeah. Now, look, do I believe that we see Krasinski and Emily Blunt's character in some capacity in this movie? Absolutely, we do. And that's okay because, like, look, we saw what happened where they were on day one. Mm -hmm. Remember, in the beginning of the second one, they're at that baseball game and they're in town and everything. And like, that's, you know, what happens. The so, um, well, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. The, the other thing is, uh, like, the from the trailer at least, I get a very Cloverfield vibe from yep. this. Where once this thing starts, 
I don't think it's going to really stop for like one point in this movie. And I think it's going to be just chaos and glimpses of like terrible things happening to people. We're not going to get like, you know, too many, like, like just like dead shot, like alien esque shot, like style shots of, of, of our, of our species that's attacking earth. I think it's going to be a lot of like Cloverfield style, very quick things, very chaotic and like that kind of energy. I think I'm kind of here for it. Honestly, well, I need I, good just, sci-fi. it's tough. It's pre- prequels always, boggle the mind because Hollywood just doesn't do them right most of the time. I agree and when and when they do do them right, they don't they're more interesting than the original source material and there's no more of that material because we've already got the story established. So it's it's a, it's a really a tough space to be in and I don't like being in it. So I agree with you in a little bit, but it could be like I think the Hobbit was done right. I, I don't I think there's way more done wrong prequels and there are like Star Wars I think was probably done right as well depending on how you look at that, but again those are like two okay. examples. Those are two <laughs> examples of like but there are for every I mean there's you know Alien no, I'm just I don't care what you no, I Prometheus I, is not being good. No, it's not. I mean, they're taking too long to get where they need to get to, and it's that's that's not. They had they had one job to answer the question. And they never, and they still have to answer the one fucking question they need to answer. I mean, so there, there, so, we, there we go. With that, but it's just. Well, like, well, I, I don't well, agree with you. I'm what is what I'm saying. Well, with what you're saying about, I, I think you're, what you're going to say to the effect was, you know, for every every good prequel film, there's like two bad ones or something like that, right? It's probably like four bad. Ones. Well, okay, well, right, but yeah. I think that's how. I think that's I think that's movies in general. Sure. Well, that is a very fair critique. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't say that you're wrong there. So, <laughs> I think you're. But there's there's also more of that. But like, it's people who think they have a better take than the original film does, and it's like I don't think you do. You never do. I it's just, just I just wanted hard. to be known. Still to this day, I would still watch a Cloverfield style or the first oh. Cloverfield oh, yeah. shot from the military side. Oh yeah, fuck! I would love to oh, watch yeah. that. That'd be a oh, horrible God, What a badass movie that could be. <laughs> just a documentary one, from one like good the, thing. the battle footage. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's the go. one good the one good thing we have come on is people hear me out the the cast Jaimon Hansu Alex Wolf and Lupita Nyong'o oh, yeah. all, yeah, all no. amazing all great oh, listen yeah. agreed I know they they brought real actors here so good but yeah, again it's like I where does the story good. go after this like where do, we already have the established story so does I mean, it I bet start you it goes five hundred days so okay so last thing and then I think we we, we should move on from yes because we're we're long on this one is that I think that if this does well. The next movie we're going to get is Quiet Place 3 officially, and it's going to be like like 10, 15 years after the event instead of a few days after. Well, it has to be. It has to should be, skip six months. It should be like Quiet Place the end. Yeah, well, yeah, something oh, like that. Yeah. But like, I think I think the smartest move they can do is move away from the kids or really grow the kids up yep. so they can use somebody else. And well, they and have I to grow the kids up. COVID, I think COVID room because it... Well, Whatever they should now, yeah, they grew up. <laughs> yeah, so you 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 can't start it the day after the second one ended because the kids I mean, are five years older. Isn't that, isn't that girl legitimately like, like twenty two or twenty? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm we're all excited for that one. I, she's great, by the way. Mm-hmm. The, the deaf girl, absolutely, she's, she is. She's awesome. But also, there none none of them are listed in the cast. Uh, well, they shouldn't on, be. Online, they're, they're so. not in this one. But you no, just no. said you just said we might see them. If they see them, they'll they got to be listed. So no, you know, it's surprise cameos are. Sure, but I mean, I don't. IMDb is not usually great with keeping those off. So the fact that it's not there tells me they're just not in it. But anyway, what was fine so, too. Let's make a pivot to. I know we're running long on the tooth here. Let's talk about the movie of the week, Argyle. And I'm going to eat some egg on this one. I'm going to got some egg in my face for sure. But let's talk about Argyle, gentlemen, Matthew Vaughn. Let's look at the Rotten Tomatoes. Tomato meter, a whopping thirty-two <laughs> percent. An audience score, 
Seventy-one percent. Who's right? Who's wrong? Seventy-one. And just just so you know, I wouldn't give it a seventy-one, and I was <laughs> I was looking forward to this. So okay, so before we get started, I want you to understand how much this movie cost. Do you guys know the cost for Argyle? I'm gonna so take a, the... I'm gonna take a stab. Okay, I'm gonna say one fifty for Argyle. Okay, so I don't know how much the movie cost to make, but didn't Apple have to pay two hundred million just to buy the rights to it? Mm, maybe. Okay. Or I know they they spent two hundred million for something. I don't know if it was yeah. Argyle. Okay. Okay. I, I'm almost positive, like they paid money to acquire this. I no, I think no, I think this so was from the they, from they the did just Apple. do that for something though. Okay. Okay. They bought a projection for something. Mm, okay. Okay. They may be mixing that up. Okay. Well, so okay. Okay. So the actual budget for this movie. Are you guys ready for this? 220. It's 200. Okay. Oh, All right. Which goodness. is too fucking much. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, well, I, I think we're going to talk budget within our discussion. Well, there are there are conflicting reports here. Okay. Okay. Because they have it officially listed as 200. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood Reporter last week reported that it cost over 250. So now listen, those are still too much. Yeah. However, one is vastly too much. True. So. It's just because, like, unless I don't you know, want to knock Argyle or whatever. It doesn't do anything super fancy. Oh, I, but I figure they must have did a bunch of shit, like, actually on location mm-hmm. when they didn't have to to really jack this budget up. But, <laughs> yeah. That's how they got Because, listen, there's, there's plenty of other stuff really wrong with this movie, and I'll tell you about it. But That's how they got Cavill. They, they, like, they asked him to be on this show for, you know, this movie for X amount of dollars. And he was like, okay, well, I have You about... have to film in London. Yeah, I was like, I want to be on site for every place that we're in. <laughs> They're like, all right, done. Like, like, like that, that, that was the stipulation. All right, Grayson, give us those particulars. Yeah, Let's yeah. get this shit going. Well, here's the thing with the... I want to do one star. I'll, I'll do a one star and a five star. Uh, the Are one... you doing reviews? I was going to have you do, like, the cast list. Okay, and... fair, fair. Um... <laughs> Well, that's all right. That's fair. Um, I just there's like thing there's there's things going into this though that 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 kind of bother me that I want to talk about. But all right, oh. so this is get the castle out of the way. Sure. Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Henry Cavill, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, uh, Dua Lipa, Adrian Debose, John Cena, Samuel Jackson, Sophia Boutella, Richard E. Grant, uh, written by Jason Fuchs or Fox. Um, F-U-C-H-S <laughs> series of director Matt Matthew Vaughn. I said that name gets kept my surprise every time. Um, and then director Matthew Matthew Vaughn. But in why are you still this laughing my, over there? This is my boy Jay Fox. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so here's the thing about Argyle is I don't think it's fair, and I, I'm trying to be serious here. I don't think it's fair to so one of the one of the one of the the half star review is a half star review. It just it says how disappointing it is, and you know, oh, it says how disappointing it is, how terrible it is, and then to 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 skip it. Now I don't know who wrote this, um, but I would imagine that that's not right because in, I don't think this is a movie you skip. Well, given what we know, is probably a bot. So, well, sure, so. but it's it's not. <laughs> Here's the thing about that, and like there are there are, there are a lot of middling. There's there's a lot a lot of five star reviews, a lot of one star reviews, a lot of in between somewhere. But that's the thing is, I don't think this movie's a half star. I don't. I think you got to give credit where you got to give credit where credit is due. Just to say a movie is 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 abysmal without saying why it's abysmal or what they what could have done better, I, I I I think is not a constructive review. So that's the thing. And and sometimes we laugh at half stars when a movie is, but I don't think this is one of those movies. Now maybe I'm wrong. What do you guys think? Well, okay, hold on. The premise of your idea of a, of what a review is, I think, is, is 
I don't agree with because we're not. It's it's not a movie critique. It's a movie review, right? Oh sure, so sure. You're 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 seeing the film. You're reviewing its contents, and and then you know the the weirdly accepted thing is to give recommendations on on what you rate it and what people should like if they should go see it or not. So I think that's all within the, like the realm of you know what a review can be. I don't think you're you you have, you have to give a a movie you know like ideas on how to do things better in the future that's not that's that that's that's the people making the movie's job to figure out yeah well, fine fine but but just but yeah. just say this movie sucked it's abysmal move on three three quick sentences i don't i don't think it's fair to a movie but there there are some five-star reviews that have almost a paragraph worth of like why it's great and i like again i don't want to read those yeah. but because I, I think unfortunately the movie airs on the on on the one star side when it closer mm. to one of the one or the five but I, I I'd imagine this, this this is a good in between movies for for a lot of people, and I, I just don't see it as a as a half star. I just don't. But maybe 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 you guys do. So I wanted to open up the floor. And... I mean, I, again, I think on that subject specifically. I mean, what if I agree with the guy who did the half star review? You know what I mean? Like, well, it's, then, it's one then, of those then things where you, then you agree with it. Well, it, it's just one of those things where like where like you know everyone has their own everyone has their their opinions whether you like it or not. And sure. what it comes down to is some people don't want to read a lengthy reasons why something's bad. They want to be able to pull up a movie list and review list pick you know look at a movie that that he and he and their girl want to go see and go maybe this one oh probably not there's a lot of people saying this movie sucks and is abysmal don't see it so then he doesn't go see it you know what i mean some people aren't looking to like to really dive into why a movie is why, why people think a movie's bad they just want to know if it's good or bad so they can go see a movie i get that you know what i mean it, it is what it is but most but, people aren't aren't able to identify good and bad even if it even if they're told why something is good or bad they still argue about damn. it damn coming in hot at the well no no i'm just saying like but people some people cannot identify between that it's they get their own feelings get mixed in with what the criticism or the analysis is and i know that you know the whole film review thing has gotten is now been dumbed down but like i mean rotten tomatoes calls them reviews so that's what i'm reading is reviews but you know a a review and in a film analysis are two very different things yeah sure so also i'm just saying that there's a difference between the two I mean, if you want to talk about reviews and analysis for just four seconds, I mean, some people write 10,000 words on Letterboxd and then nobody cares. Mm-hmm. So, like, look, you know, that's not really what we do. You know, we, we kind of just talk about it and tell how we feel about things. If somebody wants to write a half star review and say this movie sucks, fucking good for them. Yeah, it's fine. Give it a one. Move along. Right. So I mean, also, you want to talk, you want to pontificate about a movie like this for three hours and tell me why it's. I mean, talk about it longer than the movie is hmm. about why it's so good. You would still be wrong, but oh, you're sure. entitled to that opinion. Sure. Yeah. No, and I totally agree with that. But let's and and the and the Metacritic is equally as bad as you know thirty five. So that's yeah, not no, great either. Is, here's the thing. That ain't good. That's really where it's probably going to land. That ain't good. So, <laughs> well, I I totally totally agree with you, but like it's just it's the way that some people approach saying it that I think is the problem. And like we 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 try not to be again. One thing I think we're really good at in this is giving credit where credit is due. Um, at, at least I try to be good at that. I mean, sometimes we're not, but I, I it's all opinion anyway. And we're just like Roger said, we're just three assholes on the internet. <laughs> you don't have to listen to us. Don't listen. Never take advice from some asshole on the radio. <laughs> was so said by one of the most famous radio interviewers of all time, by the way. <laughs> so I mean I'm interested, Roger. The great Ron Bennington. So I'm interested what you're gonna say when I ask you what is Argyle about? Uh I mean here's the thing. What Argyle is, it's a it's an overly under compl- overly overbuilt story about spies 
that is rooted in some weird storytelling fiction and it has a bunch of famous people that aren't real. There you go. Well, it's just it's just it's, just, it's a spy thriller. Well, it's a spy comedy thriller that hey, let's let's hold off on the word thriller. Yeah, sure, <laughs> fine. <laughs> well, well, so I, I mean, I, I, it I is think serious a few times though. That's the thing. I think one of the one of the problems with this movie is I think it's three different movies. It doesn't know what it is. So, well, I yeah. think this movie is just in in three different phases instead of like doing three acts and just let's just let's just do three film styles, right? And just they just do like this weird this weird like you know like you know she's. She's an author, but you know she can figure things out. Then she's an enemy of the, you know, the the countries or the states or something, and then she is just a spy. Like it's it's such a weird fucking movie for that reason. And I don't know, it it, it has an identity issue, but it it's a self made identity issue if that makes any sense. Which is funny because she has an identity issue. But yeah, it is what it is. It's very yeah. I don't know. Well, let's so let's just let's just start in the beginning then. Let's let's talk about Matthew Vaughn for one second. Now, Roger, I know you're a fan of of the kick ass stuff. Sure. I'm, I'm also a fan saying. of kick stuff. I'm a huge fan, I'm of, a Kingsman fan of the stuff. Kingsman stuff. Yeah. Uh, most of the Kingsman stuff. Because mm-hmm. well, I, I know how much you love the Kingsman, but that is not a Kingsman movie. I, I agree. Is, That's kind of why not I like fit it, in the vein of the first two movies. Oh, no, I totally, I totally but agree. But it's still in that universe, right? It is. Okay, well, yeah. technically, yeah, but it's it's a complete, completely different thing. So, well, the, I mean, I mean how, I give how, would credit define, that, though. how would you define kingsman film like without the kingsman how would you define kingsman like broad stroke well the first two kingsman is com- action comedy like to the max yeah like, high like overblown comic book style action comedy violence and the kingsman is some action or sorry a good bit of action a little bit of comedy in a far more serious tone mm-hmm. Yeah, that's now, what look, the point is. It's it's very yeah. it's still very bloody and stuff like that, but it does not to me, to me, just to me, does not fit in the same vein as the other two movies. Now look, I understand there is a through line connecting all that stuff, sure, mm-hmm. but I think it's weird that they went with the Kingsman route there. Like it could have been any other thing. And if it wasn't if it wasn't Matthew Vaughn, it wouldn't be a Kingsman movie. Well, it would never have been made. I don't know about that. Listen, well, I, I think sure he pushed I, here's it. Thing, like, I don't I don't dislike that movie at all. Like yeah. it's a fine movie. It absolutely could stand on its own without having to have the Kingsman branding on it. Uh, you know sure, but I mean? then I mean the characters don't make sense if you take it out of the Kingsman universe, I don't think. But I mean it could be any secret spy universe that started in, around, you know, a world war because real shit like that happened. Yeah, I mean that's like saying the Winter Soldier couldn't be a spy movie yeah, if you took out the It certainly stuff. could. It, it, it could be. So I, I think the king's the king's man could also land in that in that category, but but I mean I don't think this is the point though. So it's like yeah. you know this film on its own, like well, like you know the way it begins, the way it kind of sets out, does it accomplish what it wants to? Well, and by so, the end of the film, you know, do you feel like you've watched a, a whole complete movie? You know what I mean? Maybe, but this know. is more in line with with I think Matthew what what, what you expect from Matthew Vaughn. See, um, I, it's, is. I I hard disagree with that. Really. And yeah, because like, look, when I think Matthew Vaughn, I think R-rated action comedy with ultra violence. And listen, is this an action comedy? Sure, kind of. Yeah. Sure, I'll give you that. But like, it's not R-rated. It's not over. It's not really over the top. Now, listen, we get a weird scene in the bunker with the the smoke. All right, whatever. That very, felt very Matthew Vaughn. Very. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> absolutely, it did. Yeah. But like, 
you know, we don't get people like even to the point where they're shooting people in the face. There's no blood. Yeah. Like yeah, a shotgun blast to the face yeah, at one point in this. And like I was ready for blood. And I was like, yeah. Was like, oh, OK. Yeah. That's not how that would go. We just don't get that. Yeah. And listen, I'm not saying that every movie has to be violent and bloody, but all the Matthew Vaughn movies are that way. Well, so <laughs> so like I, I disagree with you, but not but not in like like, well, you're wrong about the whole Matthew Vaughn thing. Mm-hmm. I th- I think I said this to you before we started the show today. I feel like this is Matthew Vaughn with a leash is what this yeah, feels so, like. So, yeah, you did say you did yeah. mention that pre you know, pre show. And I think maybe you're right. I feel like the PG-13 thing is an Apple thing. And like, I don't think for some reason, I think they were afraid to, to like just let this thing go wild. But see, I, you know, I, I you may absolutely be right. Yeah. But the only counter to that I would have is think about the last two Apple movies we've gotten mm-hmm. Napoleon and Killers of the Flower Moon. Ultra violent. Very ultra violent R-rated movies. Two history pieces, though. So you can ground that in some semblance of like history. And things like that, where Matthew Vaughn is very it, like this film and like his other films are very, you know, like kind of like fantasy, like thriller style Comic movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it gets a different it gets a different critique in that okay. sense. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's in, in my opinion, I could yeah, be sure, sure. I, I could be dead wrong. I mean, look, you know? we all could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like I just I feel like he I feel like he had a leash because, like you said, like why why make this movie and like and, and this this is in the Kingsman universe. If you if you waited for like the it is yes after credit scene and all that oh is it i i listen i did not okay okay so (laughs) so this is like in the kingsman universe he said that he said that himself at some point i think that this uh the kingsman's the actual kingsman movies and like he's he has something else coming on the pipeline that are all in he's got a statesman movie coming with the american side that's probably what it is then so like to have this centered in your in your in your little universe you have going on in some way shape or form and then not have the same stylisms all the way through like that's weird because even if you're if like if you want to say well I want different people to be able to watch the films that can't watch my other ones because they're rated R then people only get one third of the story what the hell's the point well here's, not even here's one third it's less than that yeah. here's yeah. what I'm asking here's what I'm here's what I want to say about the rated R version if if this is an Apple and they're it's going to I don't understand why they didn't want to make it rated R because who whatever I mean that's never stopped kids before if they want to see a movie they're going to see a movie but no yeah I mean well no but my point is. They're gonna. They're just gonna watch on Apple anyway after it leaves theaters. So yeah, sure. Make it. I would understand why you wouldn't just let Ma- Matthew Vaughn do what he does and just make it a, an ultraviolet rated R movie that we that we know and respect from the guy. That's what I don't understand. So the the the, the idea to make it PG thirteen. I don't know where that came. I don't know whose idea that was. I was gonna ask you guys whose idea was that and why did that I, happen. I feel like that it, it, it's purely an, an Apple thing. I mean, but like it, it like. I don't know though, because now if it's if it's connected the Kingsman, because like I said, I didn't stick around the mm-hmm. after credits yeah, yeah. because no, um, I I wouldn't think that like it's got to be his decision then. What's the because if if okay hold on I'm sorry I mean to cut you off no, no, no go 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 because like if it's an Apple decision then it's not connected to the Kingsman in any way because they want it to be a standalone franchise possibility right but look I understand by watching this movie I doubt that there is real franchise material in this okay by itself. You know, just because of what I've seen. And honestly, the movie's not very good. So premise, you know, this with everything I say going forward. But I mean, you have two very popular and a third successful, three successful movies with a possible, which I know is a fourth one coming down the fourth one coming down the line that you're going to try to connect to it. That has to be his doing, because if if it's not like Apple can't make him connect this. 
You understand what I mean? Okay. Unless unless they bought the rights to the next movie. This is just us theory sure. talking and stuff. Maybe and 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 this is the last like theory thing I'll I'll throw up about this just so we can save time. But like if you guys have more go ahead. Like maybe this was his way of introducing some characters he wants in that universe in some way, but he needed somebody to back him and Apple's Apple was the one that did it. And so like maybe this is just a one shot play by their rules. Yeah, maybe this is like a one shot thing for him to get um um you know the the actual like our our Kyle or whatever her name is, and then mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell's character, you know, maybe that and and whoever the that the last girl is that but that mocking it in whatever her name is, like maybe that was his way of Tasha, getting Keisha. Yeah, maybe maybe this is that this is his way of getting these characters in because he wants them in the universe, but he had no other way to really get them in that worked in like the films he had, huh. and it is what it is. He he doesn't whatever. Here's the movie. I got my I got these people established now. Now I can make the next thing. Maybe that's what it was. Well, and technically. <clears throat> And I don't want to spoil anything, but technically he has Henry Cavill's character in some capacity. True. Which yeah. is not a bad person to link your wagon to. No, not at all. Yeah, true. And maybe that was... maybe that was Somehow Cavill. he's more handsome with a mullet. And, and, and a and, fucking big and, fat dip in his, dip mouth. his mouth. <laughs> big old fucking lipper. But like, but like maybe that's... And maybe that's how you get Henry Cavill on board. Sure. You say, hey, listen, you know, I don't... Well, I'm not ready for you yet, but let's get you established in this. Because I got something down the line. And Henry Cavill's like, I haven't done anything with this yet. Yeah, sure, I'm in. You know, and maybe that's how that all gets off the ground. I mean, I'm, we're tinfoil hat huge sure, here course. at this point. Well, it's going to be more fun to talk about the actual movie. So <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, I don't look. Oh, the, no, the movie, I, I, I kind the of movie's know. wild yeah. and crazy. It's we should really give it a little bit of time. But well, let's go then. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's go ahead. Really because you it. say wild and crazy, but I, I'm, I'm going to say not in the best way. I say not. I listen. Is it a little bit crazy? Sure. Yeah. Is it wild and entertaining? Mm, well, yeah. as, as of the three of us, I was the most I was the most excited for this. Bar none. I, I mean, sure. Of the three of us, and it's I was excited for Argyle, mm-hmm. and then I watched it. Yeah, I was not. This was not my. This was even on my top five. So, um, it's it's the thing is like, but about twenty minutes in, I was worried because some of the elements that were coming together, I knew that simple explanations couldn't happen. So it's going to have to be this stupid complex thing, and it ended up being this. It's almost like they. What's the what's the term? Is like you you walk over the dime to pick up the penny, kind of. You don't do that. That's why. That's what you don't do. And like they, they took this. They, they took what could have been an interesting thing, and they just they super complicated it to make it. It's so unbelievable, and it's. And I understand, you know, movies are fiction. I mean, this is this is absolutely sure. a work of fiction. But like, well, there's this is a work of fiction inside of a work, <laughs> a work of fiction. Mm-hmm. Sure, this is fic, 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 fiction. Fiction. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes. Which, so um, I, I understand. Again, I I understand that. that I understand that people are. You know, oh, that movie sucks. Half the people saying that are just are reading are, are saying because the review said it, the, the critics said it. Half people are saying because it, it, it really is bad, but it's keeping people away. But if nothing else, this is, I mean, this is a big budget. It's got a lot of things going on, and it's fun to watch. You're, you have several well choreographed scenes, also, like well choreographed gunfights. I think so. I, th- uh, I think I think to not call them that is is a little did, did you see did you see brian cranston try to disarm sam rockwell in the uh in the hotel room yes it yeah, was yeah. stiff looking <laughs> yeah some of them were not great it's just so okay let's just talk about it we have this weird yeah. we have this weird story about an author who's who's writing these books about these characters and and they're beloved people are going nuts about them you know kind of like the harry potter hysteria behind those books people are loving argyle the book franchise um, and it's it turns out that it's four you know, very then, successful books apparently. Early, you four know, very knows, successful books make you rich as shit. They do, the they do, they do indeed. Um, it's and then Sam Rockwell comes to sit down next to her on a train, and then 
there's a whole beat up happens. And... Homeless, by the way, <laughs> he's got a strong beard, honestly. I, yeah, but Sam Rockwell is great. Unkempt. <laughs> Sam Rockwell is great. I don't. Listen, um, I, I champion Sam Rockwell in everything. I think that they fucking tied him up in this movie. Hmm. He's like, look, you know, I already, I already made my point about how like this felt like it's neutered a little bit because it doesn't really feel like a kick ass or. Um, Kingsman movie. Mm-hmm. Like, look, you didn't let Sam Rockwell say the word "fuck" one time, bro. <laughs> don't you know who Sam Rockwell is? He's got such a great. Before. He's so yeah, good. Like he does. I fucking love Sam Rockwell. He 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 puts the f- in uck. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, it's, it's just great. damn. Yeah, more than the writer Jason fucks. Yeah, so yeah, true. <laughs> it's true. It's I I wondered why they were. Look, there there are some points. There are some I mean, moments. Fuck one time in this movie, and listen, yeah. it does come at the opera at the, at the correct time well like uh, i mean mm. i feel like when the co- when the comedic timing is on in this film it's when sam rockwell's like like working yes. that work i think he's a goddamn genius i know i <laughs> think he's the one doing the best job you know in this film comedy wise now there are there's other points that hit don't get me wrong but like i think he's he's carrying that well he's the best part of the movie bar not i don't think there's a uh, i, think I don't think anyone can argue with that but no i, I mean some of the a lot of the crew and him and her Oh, I don't know. I mean, Sam Rockwell is 55 years old. He doesn't look it, that's for sure. Um, here, so I think a lot of the comedy also comes from the the fading in and out of Henry Cavill's character. And I wondered why they hold chose on, to put on. him as. Hold on. You think that's comedy? You think that's funny? I think when he looked back at her and like shrugged his I think his it was hair. funny the first yeah. couple of times, like it, it, on the train. Yeah, you I know, think like so. When, that's when they're fighting. After that, though. I think that's kind of not. Yeah, I think I think like for the first twenty five percent of the train scene, that was funny, or that was like that was okay. After that, it was just egregious, and I was over it. I thought that was actually it was. I wouldn't use look. I personally would not use the term egregious, but but if you want if you want to use it, it's fine. But I I just don't think that's I just don't think that's the case. But it's I think there's a lot of comedy to come from that, and it's a shame we didn't get more of. Um, it's a shame we didn't get more of Henry 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 Cavill in this, and Jason Cena as well. We, sh- I mean, I was really looking John. forward to. Sorry, John Jason Cena. Fox. John Cena. <laughs> I was really looking forward to John Apparently Cena. We're mixing those up today. <laughs> John Fox. Yes, indeed. All right, let's, let's let's move on past that, kids. Thank you. I was really looking forward to seeing more John Cena mm-hmm. in it. Well, uh, so like, I, I mean, I, 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 why have John Cena in this? If you're not at all, you mean? Too. Yeah. yeah. I, I I I don't just disagree with you. Um, I. I also love his uh, his the depiction of him in action figure form. Did you love that too? How he's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it fits him honestly. It does. Yeah. yeah, it does. Can we talk about Cavill's hair for a minute? You, you mean Guile? Yeah, go ahead. <sighs> <laughs> I need to hear Sonic Boom once. I'm so sad we didn't get it. I was hoping someone made. No, and then at the end where where Rockwell's got his got frosted tips going on. <laughs> Somehow it's worse. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> It's possible. Like he's they're wearing like green velour vest suit things. Terrible. <laughs> like no breathability there at all. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Well, it's it's also tactically you know, awful. The the big two sequences in the end of this are the ones, you know, in in, oh. in, in, the, in the hallway with the gas and then the, the ice ice skating. We can't skip to that because I'll just I'll lose my shit and th- and this whole discussion will go off the rails. Well, I the thing is, well, that's that was also disappointing Wait, because that should have been not this? yet, not yet. We will. I'm bringing it up, but not yet. We right, already fine. talked about E Day, so I wanted to make sure it's like she retro lancered somebody, <laughs> <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I think everyone shit. does. Everyone does. It's 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 how this this the plot here is set up and moves along. What did you think going through it? What were some of the possibilities you thought was unfolding in front of you before before you knew for sure what was happening? So so like what I've seen in the trailers and what I knew about this going in, like I, I was on board with this movie until after like the uh, the hacker safe house scene. Honestly, okay. like the movie the secret keeper. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The um. The, the hacker guy. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. We'll dig in under the floorboards. Yeah, like, 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 I was on board for what this movie was giving me. It was still a little cheesy. Like, the whole train scene happened, which I hated. The green screen happened, which I even more hated. Ooh, the man. cat happened, which I hated. But, like... That's terrible. The cat... It, it, it's like a CGI monster. Yeah. But, like... Like, I was on board with this film when it was giving me up until after that scene. Once they jump off of the roof and then the get onto the safe... Onto the yeah, boat. yeah. Yeah, and then get away or whatever. Why is the boat weird? The boat's fine. But, like, <laughs> from that point on, the movie just does this weird cascade of, like, issues and, like, plot, like, device pushing and weird fucking scenes that I just, I, I, I just, I absolutely hated it. It pulled me straight out and put me into pure scrutinization mode. But like up until that point, I guess the point I'm trying to make in, in a long-winded way is the movie's fine until then. I think is it great? Probably not, but it's serviceable. You know, so I'm, I'm into the character. Sure, I'm into the character. Well, yeah, but I'm into the premise. I'm 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 buying the idea that you know there's a reason there's something beneath the surface why she's able to like kind of like 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 plant like figure these things out. And it was cool. She, like I liked her in detective mode. Mm-hmm. I liked her in like in uh, what, what was that TV show Castle. Yeah, yeah, like, 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 it felt like that, which you know is actually an underrated show, in my opinion. Blah blah blah. But like, <laughs> okay, but like, right. like, I love Nathan Fillion myself. <laughs> I thought that the like that premise was interesting, and then the thing just fucking dies off a cliff after that. But so, like, to answer your question, I think the movie what was giving me early on was interesting, but then it got away from it. So I'll, I'm not entirely. You're not entirely off base for how I feel about this. Like, this movie takes a, a, a hard turn. When we find out something about a character Mm -hmm. and things are different from that point. I'm not going to say that it's a better or worse because the whole vein of this movie to me is generally not that great. Yeah. Um, But the one thing I will say about this movie, this movie's two hours and 25 minutes long. Like it's long as fuck. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is this movie should have been like 45 minutes shorter because like we do a lot of the same stuff yeah. over and over again, and it doesn't move the plot along. How many twists do you need in a movie? Well, too? besides the fact that somebody's a secret agent, what real twists are there? Which was okay. <laughs> you, are you asking me what twists are there, or like are you asking me like why are, why why include more twists than that? Yeah, well, okay. kind of both, right? No, no, no. I, I hold on before you answer. I mean. Look, I mean, we're going to spoil the movie quite a bit. Just saying. it's fine. I mean, it's Argyle. No, no, like, that's not. Look, I don't. Money. I mean, look, I, fine, but it's. I don't think that's also a thing. Like, fine, it's Argyle as opposed to like spoiling another like Academy nominated film. I, I, I still think you shouldn't spoil it. But I mean, if you say one thing, it makes the movie a lot less enjoyable because there's nothing to figure out. I'm just like, saying. Was there was I'm there anything saying. in this movie that you needed to figure out? Like, 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 like you. Th- no, but we you, have you a tendency as audience members. But we have a tendency to, if we didn't like a movie, we just spoil the shit out of it. But if we if we like it, we don't. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get away I mean, from that. I mean, do you want to spoil it or not? Because we don't have to. No, no, no. I don't. I mean, just be. I, I mean, we can talk about some plots. It's impossible to talk about a movie but without talking about the But if we talk about, about the, the ice skating scene in any real capacity, we have to spoil the movie. 
thing. Well, sure, of course. And then like, there's then, no and, way around it. <laughs> and the hallway scene with the gas and the gas mask, yeah. of course, you have mm-hmm. to. But those are, you know, two, two of the those big are, pieces thing. at the end. The gas mask in the trailer. Those are important scenes. Yeah, they are. But I mean, I don't know. Like things folded uh, okay. a certain way, and that's just that's. Yeah, you know. I get what you're saying, and I, I understand. You know, the idea of not wanting to spoil the movie. But here's the thing: like, honestly, a movie like this, what was its box office? Nothing, next to nothing, kind of thing. It's not going to do anything. No one's going to see this movie to spoil it for. On top of it, but like, this movie is hard to talk about unless you do. And and like you know, ask you know, asking well, it's the a question, spy movie, so yeah. you talk about it in a real capacity, you get spoiled anyway. Yeah. Asking the question, you know, like how many twists are there? Like, there are so many. There, there's a lot of small twists in this. It's you know, it's Sam Rockwell, you know, like his character and like you know, you know, and his relationship with her. It's the fact that her, like you know, who her parents are, and then you know, her parent happens to be you know the the director of the evil people, and then mom's not actually mom, and like that's not then, actually dead. Yeah, then she was brainwashed. She didn't just hit her head; she was brainwashed afterward. Like these are all twists that they're the, one after another, after another, after another. Like a novel. And the, I mean, yeah, like a novel, like, maybe that's maybe part like poorly, of. I mean, but that's maybe like a poorly I mean, written novel. One of the themes of the film is like it's part of the novel. So I mean, that's yeah. I kind of, but like that's, I agree with what you're saying, but I think that was done on purpose. I don't think it was. I don't think I think that was absolutely done on purpose. Whether okay. it's whether it was cleverly done or not, I think that's the question. I was going to say, just because it's being done on purpose, does that, does that make it okay? All of a sudden, well, no. But if if you're making a movie that's that's kind of a parody on like soap operas, and and you have you keep and you keep having your characters talk about oh, the twins survive being burned to death, and who actually killed Laszlo, and that's part of the charm of that 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 correlation there. Anybody I think actually the, ever been named Laszlo? I don't know, but I, was, I think I think I saw that from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I have honestly, <laughs> um, yeah, but like I think that's part of the movie here is that those are like plot points of a novel that keeps moving the plot forward with all these action sequences that you're reading is like I feel like that was part of it is hmm. it's like a novel playing out. Well, Wait, I mean, you can it see is that honestly like with like the train thing with the flashing back and forth between yeah. Rockwell and Cavill, that would probably actually play out better in a book. Maybe, maybe. Oh, we absolutely would because then, because then you know your your mind's doing the, the gymnastics mm. instead of like being shown it, which is sure, weird, sure. awkward and weird and seems seems like very stiff. It's a choice. Yeah, yeah. So okay, fine. Then like even with that, the case you know talking about like you know it being a parody on, on you know on like kind of like you know spy that, novels, yeah. that that kind of like storytelling. Then are we saying that uh, Matthew Vaughn is making fun of his own series within his Maybe. series? Maybe actually, is that like a thing he do? It's sure he's yeah. a weird dude. I gotcha. Okay, um, maybe. So yeah, I wouldn't be super surprised by something like that because look, Kick Ass is a is a parody of like comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingsman is absolutely Spy. Kingsman is absolutely a parody of a spy movie. Yeah. So yeah, he probably would. Maybe. I don't, again, the, the, I don't know if I call Kingsman. I don't know if he's clever enough. To <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know I'm if I call Kingsman. Him, that's a lot. I don't know if I call Kingsman a parody of a spy movie, but like it is a definitely a take on a spy film. Well, it's 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 the opposite of a lot of spy movies, though, because it's you know you see a lot of spies. If you know you take the Exy character for a second, take a lot of spies that are very refined. You know, like think about a lot of the Bond movies up until Daniel Craig, right? Like he's smooth. You know good at everything and like this dude is like rough and tumble off the streets and will tell you to fucking you know get you hit with a hit you with a wanker you know and like spit on you like that's the kind of dude that you can't. <laughs> sure 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 and I, and I totally understand that so which that in itself makes it a parody you know the, the problem i think 
Chris, you're right about one thing is this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. There's like three different tones here. There's three different movies here. It's are, are we being a spy thriller? Or are we being a romance spy? What what are we doing? You know, it's just it seems like they just put it all into one. And maybe this movie during when they were shooting just was a disaster. And it's maybe that's how they were putting. It. And I, I'm, I'm, of course, I want to avoid like what happened with Argyle. Like I'm just I'm trying to you know look at the movie that we got. Like maybe there was just. So the editor was like, look, this just isn't editing together. And he's like, you know what? Just put them all together. Just make it one big thing and let's be, yeah. be done so with it. So I wonder how long the first cut of Argyle oh. is. You think it's four hours? Four hours easy. Yeah. 100%. Jesus. Somewhere in the three, three hours. I think, you think there's a 335 cut of Argyle oh, out abs- there? Of this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think there probably is. I imagine so. Yeah. I mean, God damn. But yeah, the thing, thing is, giving credit where credit is due is going back to the Sam Rockwell thing is some of the scenes I don't think work without Sam Rockwell. And I, I don't think, think this movie has anything without Sam Rockwell. No, I think you're and probably I, right. I don't want to, and I'm not trying because like, look, I do love Sam Rockwell. I think he's a, a, like a treasure. <laughs> um, but like if, if you have somebody that doesn't have the gravitas of him, right. Being able to pull off line delivery and a moderate amount of action still, like, I, if you don't have somebody capable of doing that, this movie is a complete failure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, because, you know, you have the John Cena character, you have the Henry Cavill character, and they're not real. So any part that you see them in, it's very clearly in the fiction side of this movie. And if you do watch this movie, you understand what I mean. Like, there's a hard distinction that is yeah. made. You know, like, you have to have somebody capable of doing some of this stuff in real life. And he plays that character very well. But if you had somebody that wasn't as accomplished as him, I think this movie just goes really off the rails quickly. And look, it still kind of does mm. because it's very, very jarring the way they pivot back and forth between a couple of things. And the story really goes sideways in the second half of the movie, like fast, mm-hmm. very fast. Well, I, I mean, are we saying that that uh, what is her name? Bryce, Bryce Howard, Bryce, whatever. Bryce Dallas Howard, Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard. Like, are we saying that she isn't good enough to, you know, on her on her? No, her end she of she certainly is. Yeah. But with the character that she's playing, you know, if there is no real twist that involves her, this movie goes nowhere without mm-hmm. somebody without the level of Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I can see because like for the first half of the movie, we're we're, we're kind of on the same ride as she is. Yeah, like, we're absolutely. discovering that she is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I think did, if I don't you don't think... have Sam Rockwell taking you down that trip, like it's bad. Yeah. I don't think you needed. Dead in an alley. Yeah. Really I don't do. think you needed her. I don't think you needed Bryce. Bryce Dallas is a much better actress than this movie ever shows. Well, I mean, sure. I, I mean, this is just the same movie that Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick were in, right? Mr. Wright from like 2016 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just it feel the, the, there's a lot of things that feel kind of similar. It's kind of the same idea. I mean, I, I, say I don't remember. Guys, where he's the Wolfman, <laughs> which is a great <laughs> movie, by is, the way. It is, it is. Excellent film. Which Wolfman are we talking? The other or the bad guys were the animated one. The, yeah. From a couple years ago that we oh, really oh yeah right 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 okay I didn't I thought you were talking about the the Benicio del Toro Wolfman I was like that movie was fucking awful man no that movie <laughs> that movie stinks if you want to talk about Benicio del Toro though I'm obligated to talk about Sicario for 20 minutes so <laughs> oh, I want to go down that road <laughs> it's um, it's in my contract folks I have I realized that well look I realized I just said you know credit where credit is due but the Wolfman I just recently rewatched that I almost couldn't finish it it was just it was terrible why would you why, why would you rewatch that Bro, well, mom, mom wanted to watch it mom <laughs> loves the horror stuff oh, so right, you know I'll stay with her for a while so. Um, yeah. So, Speaking of whack, you want to talk about an ice dating scene? Okay. All right. Well, well, let's 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 lead up to that. So, I mean, well, right, well, no, what else we got? Yeah, yeah. yeah what, what do you so, want so to talk about? Yeah. We have. I, I want to talk about the hallway scene with the gas with with the very mm. choreographed that dancing does, as a couple hallway. That scene. does okay. chronologically come first. So, well, like four yeah. Minutes, yeah. Sure. 
Well, again, oh, that's just just after she's learned what who she is and what she is, and it it doesn't. I there's so much bullshit crammed into 15 minutes of this movie. That's the thing there's is like a lot like, that happens. In like well, the last half take hour. take 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 a movie like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which <laughs> leagues better than anybody, anybody watch the Amazon thing. No, no, I no, I don't think anyone is watching it. That's the whole thing. I like um, Donald Glover. Let's yeah. talk about that for one second. So the the I think that was, was that Doug Lyman? That was also or the other one, Paul. That was I think that was Doug Lyman, Roger, who did Mr. and Mrs. Smith, right? Mm. I'm anyway. that was. Anyway, he has that sequence at the end of Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a thing I compare all of these sequences to. Every sequence that came after that, I compare these, you know, two assassins that hook up to, you know, get to, to not die from other assassins. They team up, whatever. I compare all of them to that. That last sequence in Mr. and Mrs. Smith in 2006 is, I think, poetry in motion. It is the best of the best when it comes to that type of sequence. So, of course, I compare everything to it. Doug Lyman and, did do Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, that's Smith. what I thought. And when you when you compare this sequence, which is, it, it, it's it's colorful, it's fun, it looks to be well choreographed to the Mr. and Mrs. Smith in 2006. It fails on every single front. But the thing is, is it's fun. And what you say, Roger, is fun is often discounted when it shouldn't be. Fun matters. It, I think so. And, and Chris, if you're going to say that sequence wasn't at least fun to watch, I think you're just wrong. I thought that, that sequence was, a terrible, was terrible to watch and was a pain in the ass. Which scene? I disagree. The smoke. The smoke scene. You can't. Yeah. See, you can't see half this. You can't see a lot of a lot that's on screen. It it's green screened to hell and back, okay. and and you can tell. Well, a significant amount of this movie is green screen and, and bad back. green. It's screen. poor green screen. Yes, and I don't know why we're we're just giving passes on that anymore because it's it it's it's so noticeable in a well, scene like that. At a movie that comes in with a two hundred plus million dollar budget, it's unacceptably bad. Yes, I, I, that's I my agree problem. with that. I agree with that. Well, I mean, well, okay, so like, well, uh, no, it, it is it. I hated every second of it. They're dancing together with, with, while it's uh, it's got all the colorful smoke going on, and also, and I understand it's Matthew Vaughn, and this is like like down his like down his rabbit hole or whatever. But it ain't down mine. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's it's it, it's way too long, and I didn't enjoy it. So, so yeah. I'll, I'll I'll play the the middle ground yeah. here a little bit because I didn't hate it. But here's the thing: it is too long. And it definitely like, look, I don't even mind if they do like this little weird, like romantic dance thing in the middle. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's stylized. Okay, cool. I get that. But then we get like towards the end, we get this weird thing where like they reload each other's fucking guns. Oh, yeah. Bro, like (laughs) I I audibly in the theater went, ugh. (laughs) Like I, yeah, it was just not like it wasn't there for me. And here's the thing, though. Because we do follow up that scene with legitimately them getting stuck in the pump room mm-hmm. that leads to the ice skate scene, which is a horrid scene. No, no, right? I, I agree with you. Horrid is the, is the right like, word. It is fucking awful. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about bad CGI. Like, this is borderline some of the worst CGI in a large scale fight scene that I have ever seen. Here's the and thing. Look, we're coming off like Doctor Strange two levels of fucking bad because mm-hmm. it looks awful. We're coming off Morbius. Yeah. It's morbid time. <laughs> it's morbid time. How <laughs> dare you that. talk about Morbius? <laughs> yeah, okay, so that last sequence, well, Chris, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. It is, it well, is atrocious. I, yeah, I, I don't want to skip ahead to that scene. If you have anything else you want to talk about, because like if you enjoyed it, then, then talk about it, man. Because but just like to say that, like, just, I don't know. I did not like it. I thought it was. I thought it was, much. It was fine at first, but I quickly lost it. Lost its charm on me. Wait, what are we talking and, about? Are we talking about the the gas sequence. Smoke. 
Smoking I'm talking about smoke oh, first because okay. you brought it first, and, and you said you enjoyed it. So talk about. I it did. For a minute, I did but. because I thought because a I was happy that I thought that was going to be the end. I thought somehow. Nah, okay. was gonna... No, 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 no. Okay. Hey, that that is a very fair point. That that, that is a a fair point. B the funniest thing you've said in months. So, yeah, but fantastic. I also because I thought like how is there like then there's another the same level of like budget and action sequence right out like what why are we doing this so yeah but I I did in my movie loving heart that I didn't appreciate it as much as my I'm 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 a huge sucker for two people a couple finding each other getting together despite the odds part of my brain that loves those I, I am and like so. I don't mean Again, that's a negative thing either, by the way. No, no, no. But the thing it? with Sam Rockwell is some of those scenes where he talks about he's trying to win her, trying to remember, have to remember who she is, they don't work without someone on. And there's like, when I say someone on Sam Rockwell's level, I mean, there's like seven people in the industry that can pull that off. I'm not saying he did a great job. I'm saying like, but he made it somewhat believable. And when anyone else would have made that laughably terrible. So that you need someone of Sam Rockwell to do that. And I kind of, I dig... I dig it that that happened in the way that it did. You know, she remembers who she is and then she sets all of it up to double cross and she double crosses again. It's it, it's just, it's asinine. But the sequence in the hallway with this, that with is this a triple cross, sir, triple cross. Mm-hmm. Then they, the sequence with the smoke, it just, it feels like the right way to end that movie. And it feels like the, what should have been the punctuation on a popcorn movie. And, I really think that the go, going going the next half hour further was just. It really is like thirty more minutes. Yeah. It, <laughs> it felt like after the smoke bad. scenes over, it's like a complete arc happens, right? Yeah, well, and it like, feels like done. a natural point to bring your movie and, to and a close. We have to fight with ice skates and oil and blades and. But 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 no one is covered in oil. Even though every yeah, she does, she been, does ends up no, with some on her face. She's got no, a little no, no. bit on her face and then like a little splotch in the bottom so corner. She does of her the dress. double layout with her knees out, like I know. And, and then and then there's nothing. no oil on her knees. Nothing. Okay, nothing. so hold on. I'll, I, I, I'm gonna spoil the shot of this scene. I'm gonna set the scene. Have there's oil all, all over the ground. They're locked in the back of the room. The oil doesn't quite get them yet. They have to not fire their guns. They're told not to fire their guns both by their commander and by the big bad because it's dangerous and things could explode. So they all put their guns down and get their knives out. And while they're slowly making their way towards towards our heroine, she then takes knives, smacks them into the bottom of her boots, and proceeds to ice skate on the oil. Sir, that's not how ice skating works, and that's not how oil works. Well, so, I mean, is that is that, is that any remember is that, the fucking sweetest movie ever made, Transporter 2? Yeah. When he's <laughs> when he's covered in oil and they're he's fighting those guys yep. at like the in the like the airplane tarmac. Yep. He jumps on that bicycle and hooks that shit to his feet. Like that that is the way you do that kind of scene. <laughs> what we get in Argyle with blades stuck under boots, which had to clearly would have punctured her feet. Oh yeah, she'd 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 have no feet left. Right. Is not how you do it. No, it's not. And like, and, and and so what she proceeds to do is she she proceeds to figure skate, like Olympian figure skating level ice skate around this fucking room with people with knives and and just massacre all of them multiple laps. Like we said, going down on her knees and doing the ice slide thing and and just cutting waves of people. And then just to punctuate my my intelligence as, as a viewer. And spit on it some more. At the very end, she just picks up a fucking gun and spins it a circle. Hold on, doesn't even try to carefully shoot the remaining enemies. 
Nope. We just fucking spin in a circle and just fucking Rambo Blind style that shit to mow everyone down so and I've, nothing happens. But is it any different than any of the last, if, any different than any of Fast 4 through 10? Hold on, hold on. That is not a good comparison to make because, look, as as, as enjoyable as some of those movies are, they're enjoyable for dumb fucking action. And, like, it is just the definition of dumb fucking action. Doesn't have to make sense. I kind of see this as the definition of dumb fucking action. It's mindless. A lot of it's just mindless. Well, here's the thing it it isn't mindless until it is. Yeah. Because it doesn't start out mindless. It it wants you to think at first. For some reason, we tried to be clever. Well, for some reason, I think Matthew Vaughn wanted to put his lineage in this because so the, 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 the reference of not being able to shoot. And then get knives out was a reference to the no man's land from the King's man where they, because they're, they're in between both armies. They couldn't shoot. They had to duke it out with knives. Um, you know, the whole exy right. thing and the whole, there's, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of references to his, you know, there's a bunch of references to well, kick then ass. Matthew I just, Vaughn, oh, well, which is, well, then Matthew, the Matthew Vaughn is a little too self-absorbed to make an effective movie. Then. Well, no, no, that's, I, I was just going to say, I agree with you that this was, this was, he should have had a leash on him when he didn't. And this is what happens when he, when he doesn't. So, yeah. Have we seen the true Matthew Vaughn with this movie? Was this the true oh, version maybe. of Matthew Vaughn? I don't know. I mean, he's made far more better. Yeah. But I don't. Here's the thing: I don't know if he's made a worse movie than this. Has he? No. This is this well, is absolutely the worst he's, he's, well, he's made. I think. A question I have for you, Grayson, is like you 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 posed the question. You know, well, is this any worse than when we get like fast? You know, the Fast and Furious franchise doing this kind of stuff. Why is like why are we shielding a a a terrible movie movie decision that a movie makes because another movie has made a terrible decision. Oh, you know what I'm, I mean? Like, I'm, like, I'm not saying, big, but but I mean, we I, even though we didn't give it a great score, we we tended to put a Fast Ten in like okay, but that's just stupid guy action. Yeah, well, here's the thing though: we also gave Fast Ten awful reviews because we did. the movie we, we stinks. Did. Oh, we're not going to give this any. I mean, this is going to be awful too. Yeah, fasten your seatbelts, folks. This is getting a bad <laughs> fucking review too. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, no, I'm, look, I'm not here. trying to. I'm not trying to defend. I'm just saying. Okay. Like, no. No. It yeah, is, yeah. It is definitely bad. But no. Okay. Uh, so then. Uh, I mean. Yeah. So that movie is just fucking brain numbing, dumb. And then, like, the the crazy thing is that's that's not the stupidest word said to me in this movie. The whole fucking shooting people in the heart thing. Like that also is like oh okay that's really weird convenience for someone who just doesn't remember how to shoot anymore but it's fine and for it to happen twice. Like it's just there are just these things that are eye rolly and I don't know. So this is not the worst movie Matthew Vaughn is a part of. <laughs> okay, what is it? The worst movie he's a part of, and you you'll agree with me one hundred percent, is the reboot of the Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. So well, which was... Grayson is part of his lineage. <laughs> it is. I was there. I I can I, have, I know all the secrets. I can tell you budget stories. It's it's bad, but I can't. I don't oh know. man! But I mean, I. I don't know, man. Oh, I, think, it, it, I, I think Argyle might be a little worse. Well, mm. I mean, like, to, like to have the whole the whole shooting through the heart thing, but not hit a vital part Basket of the heart. Through way, fuck off with all of it. <laughs> honestly, like that. And, but obviously, that I mean, did you? Was there ever any question who who sent the message and who no, that was? Shit, and the, no. Like, yeah, there was never. Like, I no. I, the, the person I, I was, watched it with, I was like, when when she got the email, she's like, I got an email. I was like, oh, it's the. I know we know, we know who sent that. We I thought I, I, I thought it was gonna be Henry Henry Cavill's character, like the actual Argyle, honestly. 
But whatever. He it, was it's, asking for a skull. Well, well, well because up a roll while well, you're no, out. because I didn't think that the movie would be so <laughs> asinine as to as to save that character and be in the movie that way. But it's I was wrong hey, because she's in. She's part of the because world. she fucking comes in at the end and and ex machinas them to safety. So why the fuck not? Yeah. And then we have even the cliche of the whole I was brainwashed. So now there's a there's a fail safe thing to make me turn evil again. Why not just use it at the beginning? Why do they wait? It, it, it's all these things are so stupid. No, no, Chris, I don't disagree. I, I think the argument I'm trying to make here is however we've gotten to this point where it's appropriate for people who love movies to, to know there's a $200 million big director feature in the theater and not go watch it. To me, that's that's like you're not a, you're, you're not a movie lover. You're just not. You can't yeah, but, be. Yeah, but okay. But the, the converse of that is why am I gonna pay to see this movie because it's two two hundred million dollar you know budget with a big director when it's a movie like this that wasted my time? Well, I don't, but I, I don't think it wasted time. That's the thing. I I don't think you know, it, I don't think time. I don't. I really don't. And like a zero wasted your time. I don't think this movie's a zero. Um, I, I I don't think this movie wastes your time. I'm not gonna give it a high score, but this is not. I don't think this is a waste of time. How are you better off in in your life for seeing this movie? <sighs> What, what what did this bring to your to your refined movie watching palette and your intelligence and what you could have been doing anything else with your time than when you no, I want to I, w- I want to pose a serious question to you I want to pose yeah. a very serious question to you okay and and we'll we'll wrap it up in the next five minutes I want to pose so yeah, yeah, here's, yeah. here's a question of you sit people down you sit ten thousand people down and you say which would you rather watch a second time Argyle or Poor Things. What do you think they you know, say? Well, yeah, they'll watch Argyle. But every what, every how, one of them. How how is that an how is that an answer? Those aren't even comparable. Movies well, no, but I'm I'm just though. saying, I'm just what, saying. What, what 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 are you? What point are you posing? Would because I rather I, cut my whole foot off or break my <laughs> pinky? No, <laughs> I don't want to do either. Stop! Listen, yeah. I would have. There are a lot of people out there that think poor things waste your time too, and I don't. I don't. That's fair. Think I They're would allowed dis- to think that. I don't think I would disagree with them, but <laughs> I, and but one I just it's a weird thing to say a movie wastes your time when I don't think that it. I'm not articulating my argument very well, and I thought I, yeah, I was good. thinking about it before we started talking. I like I I really was thinking about how to how to articulate this, but yeah, I don't think this is a waste of your time. I if you're asking me about someone. The average person, I think, poor things is more a waste of their time than Argyle. So the average, sure. to the okay, average person, yeah, okay, I, I um, don't disagree with you on that, not at but all. I, but but I think to 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 watch th- this, I don't think I feel like Argyle the same way I think about all of well the the the, the second the, the second third and fourth Expendables films. It's just stupid fun. That's all it is. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It's just stupid. But it's fun to watch. Now, maybe well, that's. I'd rather watch this movie again over the Expendables four. Here's the okay. Well, yeah, that too. But okay, here here's here's why I disagree with you on that on the on your thought process there. But like I, again, I have different circumstances. When I say a movie's wasting my time, it's I could have been spending time with my family <laughs> instead of taking my time and money to support and watch this movie. I could have gotten more use of my time you know improving myself for work figuring out what the next thing is that we need to do with our kids spending time with them and watching sure. uh, an anime. I, I, you know I, what i mean I, sure, sure. Why. I, I get that i but as far as movies are concerned if, if you're if you're going to dedicate 
if you have to dedicate two hours a week to watching a movie in a theater, or let's say up to three because of tra- whatever, I don't. Yeah, think, yeah. I, I, I don't. If if you chose this one of, if this was your weekly movie, I don't think you can say, well, there was something else I rather would have watched in the theater at this time. You know, I'm trying. I maybe again, I'm not articulating your argument very well. I just don't think Ar- Argyle is is a waste of time. That's all I'm trying. Yeah, to say. Yeah, I got you. But I, I think I think everything you're saying is contingent like what's available at the time. I guess. But like, sure, sure. And I understand know, that. But you know, like what 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 if you know what if anything else is out? You know, that's like half decent this year. You know, and you know someone decided to watch Argyle. Sure, I'd be sure. mad. You know what I mean? You know. I think Madam Webb might be better than this movie. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know, but Yikes. it's... Yes, indeed. Yikes. I kind of do know, I bet. <laughs> Unfortunately. I don't know, man. It, it, but, like, I, I, it's just, I think it's just a perspective thing. But, I mean, I absolutely think that this movie could be a waste of time. You know what I mean? So, it sure, just is what sure. it is. Well, let's move to score it, then. Okay. Well, I'll go first. So, because I, I kind of led into it. This movie has abysmal CGI. Terrible CGI. Like, the worst CGI I've seen in a long time. I don't know why we keep on giving... Anyone excuses for bad CGI in 2024. You get no passes for this anymore. It's, it, it, it doesn't make sense. $200 million spent on this film at minimum, and you have bad CGI. You have a fucking cat that looks like a monstrosity on screen half the time it's on screen. <laughs> and this looks like it, it was it thought about being shot in 3D, but then wasn't. But the cat was the only thing in 3D for some reason. You have a, you have a scene with Brian Cranston that makes no sense where he gets shot in a server room, which made no sense because we have to go to the top of the ship anyway. This whole movie is just a really weird ride. I like the characters in it. I think it could have been something more enjoyable and fun, but something happened in the creation of this process, or maybe Matthew Vaughn just wanted to give the middle finger to a lot of people and made this movie for his own reasons. Whatever. This movie is a, this movie is like a two. This movie's bad. Don't, I don't think anyone should watch this movie period. Ah, Chris, you're killing me. Go ahead, Roger. It's it's, it's not great. No, I want you to go. (laughs) Oh, well this, See, I'm, I'm. This is a two for me, also, and this is the guy that was real looking forward to it, and I did enjoy myself the first time through, and I, I'd be, it's going to be tough for me to watch this a second time, knowing what I know about it, because it was after everything plays out, it's just as stupid, but it's there's some weird, and just this is just my opinion, and it's just me, but there's some weird charm, because I think one of the saving graces is Sam Rockwell is so damn good at what he does that he kind of his weird stupid charm kind of just. It makes this movie bearable uh, in some form, but this—I mean, not really. You gave it a two. Well, yeah. but I mean, two sure, awful, buddy. Yeah, but I don't think the movie's well made. I—that's well, what I don't like. Fair. I just, like you said, like the CGI is, is when it needs to be good. It is abysmal. <laughs> it is. I agree with you guys. We're not going. We, we we can't give passes to these big two hundred million dollar. Nope. We cannot get no more. It's like nineteen ninety seven or like two thousand four. Like yeah, CGI wasn't great, but it was usually better than what we get in this one. It's just, I wish it would have been better, but man, this is a two and it's, it's, it breaks my heart. Cause I love Matthew Vaughn. It just breaks my heart. So I was wrong on Grayson's guess mm-hmm, for his sure. score. For the what do you think I was going to give it a five? Oh, I thought you were going four all the way. No, 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 no. So I actually be the highest guy here. I was going to give it a three. Okay. I'm going to stick to my three. Okay, okay. Um, but look, here's the thing. This movie isn't very good. Um, it's one, it's too long. Two, oh yeah, I say that too. Yeah, two. It is very disjointed, and for the third person to say it for the third run through, CGI is bad. Um, well, so I don't really have any problems with anybody's acting performances no, here. I think no. everybody plays their role very well. Um, like I said, I do love Sam Rockwell. I love Henry Cavill. No problems with Bryce Dallas Howard or John Cena. None, zero. They're all fine. Mm-hmm. 
just the, the roles that they're given, it's very unsatisfying. Nobody's ending is really worth it to me here. And listen, after about the halfway part of the movie, I kind of knew what was going on. There is a twist that I didn't exactly see coming, but still it kind of ends up the same way anyway. And look, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You know, I overthought your twist and it still was underwhelming. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, this movie's a two. If you want to see it, it, it'll be on Apple I guarantee you oh, before soon. May 1st. Yeah. So it'll be there and you can watch it because look, you didn't see it the first week. You're not going to see it the second week. This movie's toast, brother. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. yeah, it's gone. Unfortunately, it's gone. It's It'll be on Apple. You say before May 1st? Yeah. This is 90 days. This is on Apple. I'll bet you before, before March is over. Okay. No, I, I, it's got to go at least 60 days. Oh, I don't know. Man. I don't know, man. I bet you before March is I over that it's required to go at least 60 mm, days. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <sighs> Maybe, but it's just, it's, Maybe. it breaks, it, it, it breaks my heart that our guy was. And that's so why I said May 1st. Yeah. So like, so great. I absolutely could be wrong though. So Grayson, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, conf- I guess I'm shocked on, on the fact that we match scores on this, but yet like, like you, like how you sounded like you fully disagreed with like, with my score of a two. And the things I had to say about the film. Well, because I just, I also, I, the score, the story is clunky as hell. Yeah. How, how, do, how can I possibly give, you can't, I mean, if the story isn't there, then nothing's there. It doesn't matter what else yeah. isn't there. You know, it's just the story's not there. Nothing, nothing's there, period. Well then, so, I mean, so where's your disagreement on, on, on my version of a two compared to like, to like what well, you gave Because I, I guess what I'm talking, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say this from, I'm trying to see this from point, point of view of people like me who I. I mean, mm-hmm. film is the great love in my life. It is my is my, yeah. is my passion. I work in it. I've had conversations with directors and studios, and I love being on studio lots. And it's just because I don't think that I think we're coming at this from a different point. Is I don't think this is unwatchable. But I mean, I don't look a two is not high above unwatchable. So I mean, there's a very thin line there. I'm just walking it. Oh, yeah. But I just well, my, I, I wanted this to be better. Well, in fairness, we have different perspectives, which I think sure. is like, like, a, a part of the point of, of like you know the way the show dynamic works at this point. So, like you know, we, I mean, we can obviously have very different reasons for twos. You know what I mean? But it still be you know I mean, an effective. Like, you know, like I told Ron, turns out you guys had the same reasons for twos. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the same reasons. Yeah, a lot, yeah, of, a lot of the same. But here's the thing: I'm like I told you guys in the beginning. I'm trying to be more critically accurate to what I think a movie deserves. Be like four years ago, Roger, I'd have been like seven. This is a seven. You know, and I, you know, <laughs> no, I don't think you'd give well, it a seven, but you would have given it higher than a five. We, we, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the the love interest gets together in the end. That's an automatic four for him. Music's Shit. fine. M- yeah, the score's great. <laughs> so the, the score. we're, we're already I up to a score. six. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah, the score is the score is great. It's uh, Lauren Bell. Score's fine. It, yeah, original fine. composer is Lauren is Lauren, Lauren let's, Bell. Let's, let's tone down the word great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> well, some of those there's there's a two or three of those moments that are really good, but again, we, they're they're buried in a turd. So we didn't even talk about Sam Jackson in this. <laughs> Here's the thing, because he's he's not really he's not here. in this film. Yeah, no. yeah. But, I mean, he's minutes, but again, that's a, that's a throwback to his Vaughn's other things, too. It's a throwback yeah. to Sure, I mean, like, well, he's his so. boy. That's cool. Yeah, I get it, yeah. Which is weird because, like, if you're connecting the two universes. True, right? Yeah, let's just cast dead. somebody. Yeah. He no, already no, no. played a role, and he's definitely. No, but dead. my point is in the Kingsman universe, he's dead. So, like, it's weird. That's what I mean. I, I don't know what we're doing with this. Maybe this yeah. is just forgotten in the, in the annals of time. Again, I think I th- I think Matthew Vaughn had a had a fucking agenda to make this movie, and he said he needed somebody to fund him. I think that's what this came down to. And then someone said, "Yeah, we'll give you two hundred million." He went, "Oh, really? Really? Okay." Two, you said two hundred. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, "Oh, yeah, no, that's good. No, I, that's exactly how much well, I need." But, but hold away. on, so they spent six hundred million on 
Argyle, Napoleon, and Killers of the Flower Moon. Because weren't weren't both those movies up to up uh, close yeah. two hundred, if not yep. two hundred? Yeah, we're like six hundred million deep for Apple right now. So they spent six hundred million, and they're going to get. So they might get, get for being a trillion dollar valuated company. Well, well like uh, event, they might, and, and they might get three Oscars. They might get three well, for Killers of the Flower Moon. And again, at least going to get one. As we talked about earlier in the show, I do think this is what one. This could be one of the reasons why Amazon isn't like isn't giving that theatrical run for the sure. you know, the the Roadhouse movie because so much money is being spent on these things for such little quality and return in a lot of cases. And no I think ROI, that it's, it's it, it's hard, you know, and it's eventually these big companies are going to feel it. And I think this might be a good example of that too. Well, we're in, we're in the middle of a big change. I know a lot more about that because of the strikes, but we're in the middle of a massive change, which it's is weird. Which is weird. The man doesn't tell us anything. He's so he's he, he's a he's an ironclad lockdown over here. Yep. All right. Yeah, Wrap her up. All right, gentlemen. Thank you for. I was really worried about that. I was I'd like that. Like betrayed everything I knew about. Well, didn't betray. It just went against everything. I like. Oh, I love it, but it's a do. All right. This has been episode three hundred and sixty nine. Nice. Nice. No? Thanks, guys. Making me look a perfect. Nice. Nice. Of for the love of cinema. A movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube now. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe, every little bit of health. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I am Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at American fiction, which is still theatrical in some places. And I think it might be streaming somewhere. Nope. No, it's not. Nope. Okay. nope. And Suncoast, which is absolutely streaming on my TV. 